Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Recorded live.
Good evening, those of you that are on the chat. Uh, this is Karen filling in for Linda Cost tonight. Um, welcome. Hi there, guest three. How are you feeling? Can you guys hear me all right? I actually had a topic tonight, at least a brief one. I got some books on mind control, chemtrails, CIA doctors, interesting books I haven't read yet. And um, I got to thinking about the biblical text that says, know thyself. I think there's something in the Bible that says that, know thyself. And if you ever ask yourself, who am I? You know, even Brian Q says, know who you are, right? Because they change who we are with these programs. When you ask, when anyone asks themselves, who am I? My conclusion is, you're a compilation of, how you feel about things, how you feel about um, violence, how you feel about whatever, anything in the world, uh, how you treat your children, how you live your life, how you feel about things. And the only reason I bring that up is because it's mentioned in some of these mind control books. They want to make you feel really bad. And um, I think it's important, I said this before, everything you think, feel, see, do, and say is important. As Sumaya says, it creates frequency, vibrations. What you say. So uh, how you feel, what you say is a representation of how you feel usually. So making yourself feel better, and I'm not going to go into Bible talk on this at all. I just mentioned one Bible verse, but I think trying to make yourself feel better, whether it's laughter or music or whatever, dancing, I love that, Uh, playing an instrument, playing a game, whatever you can do to make yourself feel better, I think is very healing for all of us. Um, It does all kinds of good things for the brain, and we're having 
evil things done to the brain at the moment, I think. Anyway, y'all are free to talk about what you want. I'm not going to dominate the conversation tonight. It's uh, open for whatever except abuse or disrespect or call hogging isn't going to be tolerated. I'm going to time people. Anyway, um, good evening and welcome, everybody. I hope you're feeling um, better than you were yesterday. Are the brick and mortar stores closing near you? No, why? Uh, Russia, China, India, why? What do you ask? Anyway, I'm going to just be quiet until people come on the call. Welcome. there? Hi there. This is Karen. I'm just filling in for Linda tonight. Oh, hi, Karen. My name's Adrian. Hi, Adrian. Welcome. Well, yeah. I, I, I usually listen a lot with uh, Linda's calls. I don't do much talking. I talk on Mike's calls. I don't recall. Where are you from? Are you out in California, too? I am. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm in Florida. Oh, how is it in Florida today? Today is was almost hit not the nineties, um, but it it was really windy, so which is unusual for. I'm right near the space center. I'm sure it has something to do with the fact of manipulating weather, and it might be rebounding a little bit because um, they've been messing with Mother Nature, you know. Yeah, so I think we're going to have some weird weather and rebound if they ever. They're kind of lightening up in my area anyway. I don't know about everywhere else, but it was horrendous two years ago. It seems to be lighter now, and all the scientists are saying that they're they should stop altogether. But it's going to have a rebound effect with the, and I can only imagine what that'll be. I guess there's flooding going on all over the world. Yeah. There's a have you seen videos of that on YouTube? I ha- no, I haven't. I haven't even looked at that. Um, I know that, like, um, my family's been in Florida since the early 60s. My stepfather moved down here to work on the space program. Um, <clears throat> and when I first moved down here, I was like 18. 
the weather was so different compared to what it is now. There was always an afternoon shower, like from, I guess, about 2.30 to about 3, 3.30 uh, every day. It was just almost like clockwork. Now we don't see that at all. I think I think that's typical for tropical weather. I, I think it goes that way in Hawaii as well. It used to be. Yeah, so they're manipulating it everywhere. Yeah, that's it's not like that anymore. Uh, I really kind of miss that. So it just changed the whole. I don't know. I guess Florida's changed a lot as far as weather. I don't know if it's because the people have moved in or like all those chemtrails or combination. You know. I think the world has changed, and it probably does have a lot to do with chemtrails and mind control and harp and all that nonsense. Affecting lots of people, I think. So is Linda okay? She's not feeling Yeah, well? she was not feeling well today. She had a bit of a flu oh, okay. uh, type, type symptoms and um, uh, not feeling well at all. So she decided to take a day off and ask me to come and sit in for her. Okay. She's always got such a... Uh, she's, a she's very upbeat, I think, so... She is. Now, do you just get to not, I shouldn't say just, it sounds like just a housewife. <laughs> do you get tinnitus or do you get, you know, are you a target? I'm actually, I'm actually on the mend and I can't believe it myself because I didn't think anybody would, I'm not actually recovered, but I used Dave's CD and I don't know if that's what did it, but after several months of using it, the symptoms are gone during the day. I still have a slight tinnitus going, but I'm not being cooked alive in my own skin and I'm not being mutilated anymore horrifically. So that makes me very happy. That is wonderful. I wonder what how how it stopped. He explains how the CD works, that it interferes with something that connects you to the stuff. And then um, if you stay disconnected long enough, it doesn't seem to focus in on you again. It will keep looking, I think, and so you have to keep using the CD every night. And sometimes I use it during the day if I start to feel heat, and it makes it go away. So okay. it works. It works for me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I have the CD, but I stopped doing it. The no, I get the whole. I get everything. I get V2K remote neural monitoring. Oh, I'm sorry. So uh, it's, it, it's not supposed to necessarily work on the V2K. I guess it's a different technology or something. Yeah, different technology, different frequencies. Who knows, you know? So what are your your things you do to cope with your V2K? I've got two hats on right now in the middle of my house uh, that are lined with um, something that Neil sells, a liquid step. And uh-huh. Uh-huh. I sleep with a magnet, and mm-hmm. I sleep on the floor. Mm-hmm. I stay grounded, and um, I just use like a rubber, a real thick rubber bath mat to kind of keep myself up when I sleep. But there's not much you can do. I've tried. I've tried Dave's CD. Uh-huh. I've tried. Uh, Supplements. You know. How long did you use the CD? Because it didn't work for me till I'd been using it for months and months. 
Well, that's probably, I probably stopped too soon. I kind of gave up after it, after about two weeks. But I yeah. I, I think I'm going to start trying that again. Well, I don't know about working for the V2K, but it sure worked for me, and God bless Dave Case, you know. I'm very grateful to the man for coming up with something that, I mean, I would have swum across the Pacific to try to get rid of this, so I, I'm pretty grateful. I flew, I went to Israel thinking I could get rid of this, and it was there, and it wasn't as loud when I left the state. Or over there, but soon it, but there was still something I could still feel like I was um, I was still getting the signals, and when I got home, it was just like it had been before I left. So it it doesn't go away no matter where you go. And I've been on a cruise to Bermuda, so I've tried different things like that. It doesn't, you know, we're hooked. I'm hooked up to a satellite, I'm sure, or else, and I think I'm implanted. I'm, I think they, well, and they also have over the horizon. The horizon. With, 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 hang on a minute. Yeah. I got a little feedback here. Sorry about that. If I had to mute some of you again, I got feedback when I unmuted a couple people here, so I apologize for muting you again. I don't mean to be rude. In Oregon, there was a lot of noise on your line. Oh, there you go, Central California. You're unmuted. Let's try California again. California, welcome. In Oregon, I'm sorry, there was noise on your line, so I muted you. I'm going to unmute you again. Welcome, you guys. I'm just sitting in for Linda, just for tonight. She's not feeling well. Okay, Oregon, I'm sorry, but there seems to be noise coming from your line big time. So could you mute your speakers, hit star six, or mute your speaker uh, before you talk? There seems to be a lot of noise coming from that line. Let me unmute you again, Oregon. There you go. Now, unmute yourself when you want to speak so we'll know that it's... Um, you can just mute your mic if you don't want to mute your whole thing. Can you hear me? Yeah, welcome, Southwest British Columbia. Um, people are muting themselves now. It's quiet now, you guys. Oh, I'm sorry, Vermont. <laughs> Welcome, Vermont. And everybody else. How How's everybody feeling today? Uh, not too bad. Hanging in there. Who's this? Um, Paul from New Jersey. Uh, I, I found the, the schedule for the week, and this is my first time uh, calling, and uh, I've been a targeted individual for like seven to eight years now, and um, I had them like tell me everything that's in my head, and recently I, I felt like they were trying to use micro- microwave instruments on me. Uh, like last night while I was laying down, I felt that, and uh, I was just hearing some lady talk about that on YouTube. You're in the right place for talking about that. I think the majority of our people feel microwaved. Yeah. Um, that we have a lot of different things that people try to um, attenuate it with. I was just sharing with someone here that uh, I use Dave's CD. I've been being cooked for about four years now, and I use Dave's CD. I don't know if you've heard it before or of it, but an electrical engineer came on our call and <clears throat> offered us a free CD. 
And uh, yeah, you just, you know, yeah. And so, have you tried that? Well, I uh, I saw the targeted individual playlist on YouTube, and they have like different scatter frequencies and stuff like that. I tried that, but I haven't heard of this CD, so I don't. Where would I purchase it? Oh, okay. Well, we can give you Dave Case's number. Um, does somebody here have Dave Case's number? They could give to him real quick. Otherwise, I gotta look it up. I gotta find my other phone and look it up. Is Linda not the host of this show tonight? Linda is normally. I'm just filling in for her for tonight for uh, purposes of illness. She's not feeling well, so I just yeah. she asked she asked me to fill in. I apologize. It's not Linda. Oh, oh no! Thank you. Anyway, you're in a good group for people that feel microwaved and being cooked. But I used that CD, and I'm—I I don't know if it was a CD or what, but it took months of using it. And then yeah. morning I woke up, and it was like almost completely gone. It comes back. You have to keep using it. But I'm extremely. Oh, thank you. His number is five seven three. Thank you, Destry. Oh, hold on. Let me write it down. Five seven two. Five seven three. Oh, 573 300 1579. Um, oh, Kyle says it's working for him now. Good. Not 100%, but it's better than without it. It works. Uh, ultimately, it worked a little bit for me at first, but after months and months, just one morning I woke up and it was like 95, 98% gone. I couldn't believe it. And then that night I forgot to even use the CD and it was still gone and it was gone the next day and the next day after that. I had like three days of complete and utter remission. So um, other than a high-pitched tinnitus it always seems to be still there but I'm so incredibly grateful it was um it's it's awful but this is uh-huh. one answer it's one answer other people try lots of other things like the velostat and the length stat and the magnets are wonderful they're very helpful yeah i got the hematite ma- the magnets hematite magnets i heard they work good uh someone was saying on a youtube video uh- who was uh, yeah, the, the, the rare earth magnets work pretty good. They're neodymium magnets. Those are oh, real yeah. strong and real cheap. Yeah. You can order those yeah. online at Magnet for less. Oh, strong and real cheap. Yeah. Pardon me? I couldn't I couldn't hear that. Oh it, it was blurry on my crummy earphones. I said that uh, I heard that the hematite magnets, the one the hematite that's magnetic, helps with that. I think anything magnetic helps. Uh, people use weak magnets on their hats or on their uh, headbands, and they say that that helps. Um, Kyle's used them on his eyeball when he had voice to skull and said it helped him too. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of. A little scary to me, but you said it worked, you know, weak magnets he used on his eyeballs, I guess, and they kind of helped his V2K. 
which was the first time I heard anything ever helped anybody B2K. One of our gals that comes on is a real nice gal. She um, talks uh, frequently and ex- kind of loud when she talks. And so I asked her one day, how come you talk nonstop and you talk real loud? She said, because it helps block out my V2K. And I thought, well, isn't that really cool? She said, well, you should sing if it blocks. Did you? Can you do anything to block yours out or make it kind of go away? Uh, like I, I hear, when I hear like the voice of whatever gang stalker maybe like focused on me, uh, it's usually one voice I hear, one analog voice. And I think it's this one person cause he told me a long time ago, I was hanging out with this kid and he was my friend years ago. And then like, he kind of turned against me and said he was going to, uh, you know, uh, haunt me and, uh, and he he got this mind control equipment from his dad that he stole, and he was in the military, so it was high tech mind control equipment, and he was using it on me, and uh, he's still using it on me to this day, and it's been like seven years, eight years. That's a long time. And yeah. You, you did, did you did did you find any other people before you found our call? Uh. No. Did you just go online? Did you go on Facebook and look? There's a lot of targeted individual website or Facebook sites, I guess. Uh, according yeah, to others. There, there was a website I found, and and it it had like helplines for people like suffering from, you know, similar symptoms like you know hearing uh, audible voices like synthetic telepathy and uh, microwave beams and stuff like that. <laughs> And uh, I saw the list for the week and the number, so I wrote it down, and I figure I start calling tonight. So it was just recently I got the numbers, and this is the first time, my first call to uh, this number. And well, welcome. Welcome. You're a newbie. Why don't you tell us your story if you'd like to, if you feel like it. Newbies always get the floor here, in my yeah. opinion. You guys get to talk. So mm-hmm. let's hear your story. If seven or eight years of torture should be fun. Yeah, my my name is Paul. I'm from Summit, New Jersey. And I there was this kid I was hanging out with, I was in a band with. And, you know, we were hanging out and, you know, they were using a lot of heavy drugs and I had to get away from that. And, um, you know, basically, uh, I remember this one secret society sent me this letter and I didn't know it was the Illuminati and they tried to get me to join them and they sent me this book and it talked about Illuminati power and this and that. And, um, my mom made me throw the book out, so I threw the book out, and um, and I was already informed about like different things that were going on about the Illuminati and uh, by this kid Rich, and and I remember posting something about them, and I put "Pray Against the Illuminati" on Facebook, and then like the next day, um, I was. I found myself in the hospital and I was abducted and I don't know if they put a chip in me, but, um, it was around that time. I heard my friend on Facebook tell me he's going to haunt me. And he was trying to tell me I'm going to hell for misinterpreting the Bible. And he's not even a Christian. And, um, and basically, uh, 
I was hearing his voice for like two weeks prior to him saying that I should have kept that, you know, so I would have had evidence against him and I lost my evidence against him and I tried to call the cops and every time I called them, I ended up in the mental hospital and it was like the the sound of his voice was like 10 times, like, like the notch was like turned up 10 times higher and, uh, in the hospital and it seemed like other patients could hear it and some patients freaked out and it was just nuts like in some hospitals I've been in and uh, so like over the years I would hear them tell me like what's in my head or they would put thoughts in my head and tell me what's in my head or they would you know literally suck thoughts out of my memories out of my head and find out everything about me and they did that in the beginning they were sucking memories out of my head and they found out everything about me and you know they like tried can i ask you a question yeah do you do you have memories of in your childhood of weird traumatic things just kind of synchronously happening to you and you could never quite understand them yeah uh, mm-hmm. starting when I was around 12, I guess you can say, um, maybe like, I remember when I went out on my first date when I was like 14, uh, and I, I felt like something was making me look bad in front of this girl, like some energy, some force from outside. And, and and I was like afraid to kiss her and I never kissed her and next time I called her she hung up on me and it kind of set me down a rebellious path you know like being that it was my first girlfriend and you know things didn't work out quite the way I wanted them to so you got hurt by the whole thing and then she got hurt maybe and then yeah, and the mind probably. control took over, and she probably got anxiety when she looked at you or thought about you or something, and so she avoided you. Yeah, they make people feel anxiety for sure. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had that experience a number of times throughout life, you know, with uh, the many people, the many girls I was physically involved with, women I was physically involved with up to this time. I mean, I was born in 77, so I'm 39 now, and... Uh, so, you know, uh, when, you know, shit really hit the fan was back in, uh, back around 2012, that's when shit really hit the fan. And I, I was around August of 2011 and that's when I was hospitalized and that's when I was hearing the voices. And at first it sounded like five voices, but it was like two people, you know, doing the voices and they you know, make themselves sound female with analog voices. And then I remember being rushed to the mental hospital from Overlook and and then hearing, hearing those five voices in five people that were there. And and I, and I don't think they were the ones that were doing it. I, I don't know, you know, because I know that whoever these people were that I was hanging out with, this guy Joe and Gus, Basically, um, you know, they knew so much about me. Excuse me a minute, Paul. Paul, excuse me a minute. Um, Whoever has got their uh, mic unmuted in the background, could you please hit star six or mute your mic because your talking is bleeding through and it doesn't sound like you're trying to talk to us. If you are, speak up. But um, anyway, go ahead, ahead, Paul. Yeah, so... um, so 
So the the one guy Joe, I don't really hear him anymore. He I, he moved up to Morris Plains, uh, not far from where I live. But this this guy Gus, I don't I don't know if there are ghosts that could mimic mind control and stuff like that. But there, there seems to be a ghost that's bothering me too at the same time, and it's inexplainable, and I can't get rid of it no matter what I do, and. Uh, and what do you what do you mean by a ghost? Like I thought it was the ghost of the mind controller because like I turned to like imprecatory prayers in the Psalms and I was praying, Father, in your mercy, cut off my enemies and destroy them. And I would keep praying that. And I was so traumatized by the event that I would actually pray that these people would die that were doing this to me. And I don't I think guess. there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but uh, I was doing that a lot, and I thought the, that the person had died, and that this ghost was like haunting me for a while, and that he oh. was like mimicking the mind control. So, and I, I still heard him through my air condition real strongly, and like you know, in I the think background. That's, I think I that's a process in. called. I think that process is called harmonics. When you can hear a voice through the vibration of a fan or a motor or water yeah. running, yeah, it's called harmonics. Yeah. They do that to me too when I'm in the shower, so I start singing real loud. <laughs> I sing "Amazing Grace" just to mess with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do a lot of meditation and prayer that helps, you know, keep me sane. You know, like the meditation and prayer and. Uh, Good. You know, Good for you. Just, uh, uh, for a while, I was doing a lot of yoga, and but now I've been just doing silent meditation and stuff like that, and that's been helping. Sounds like you're doing good stuff because this is a spiritual battle, obviously, and you know you're doing warfare with it spiritually, which is very good. Yeah. One thing that helped me is well, back in 2000, actually. From 99 to 2001, all I did was, you know, study uh, scriptures from different parts of the world, and I memorized a lot of Bible verses, and that has helped me, you know, overcome a lot of battles in life, you know, the verses I memorized. Yeah, I use them too, all the time. Yeah. I I must have memorized over a thousand, so I I don't know exactly how many, but there's there's a lot of them, you know, under my belt that have helped me, you know, uh, be victorious over situations and stuff. You sound pretty fantastic to me, but when you, I, I wonder about a lot of people, I mean, I've been doing this for years and years, when people are out of mental wards, do you continue to have any kind of therapy? Do you continue to talk with anyone on that professional basis and not just Bible studies? Uh, Yes, I have a psychiatrist I go see. Good. Is it a really good one and not one of the crazies? (laughs) Uh, He's pretty good. He's he's giving me good advice. Like, uh, you know, I was feeling for a while, I was feeling mad at God, you know, for all this. You know, and and they would black me out and cause me to, 
cuss at God, and I, I never did that before, you know, this activity, and I, I would, like, beat myself up after that happened and feel so bad about myself. You know, I, I, I want to say something here about the way they make us feel bad, you know, because of the things they make us do, say, think, and feel. I think it, who you are is how you feel about things in many, 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 many ways. So try not to let them make you feel bad, whatever yeah. it is. Try to laugh at these jerks because what they're doing is so horrifically childish and horrible. But try to make a joke out of what they're doing, the synchronicity of it all or whatever you can find to laugh about or the predictability of them messing with your life instead of getting angry because it seems to be their goal to get everybody angry at everybody else. Yeah, I noticed that. They try to get you mad at other people, like innocent people, and they try to make you, like in my case, they try to make me pray bad things over innocent people, and and I don't do that anymore, and I, you know, stand my ground. And they had me do that a couple of times throughout the seven, eight years of this, you know, regime, or whatever you want to call it. I have a question for Paul, if you can hear me. Yeah. Um, this guy that you knew that stole the equipment from his dad. Yeah. Uh, does, does he know where you live now, right now? Yes, he does. Yep. That's what I thought. Just checking. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. Well, you sound like you're on the road to really true, complete recovery, and you're doing an excellent job. And the other suggestion I would make is that we try to get TIs together and talk to each other. If you can find someone close to where you live and have one other one that you can depend on, and, and I hope that your psychiatrist believes what you tell him and, and knows that what you're saying is true. And if he doesn't believe you, then you might suggest you get on these calls and start listening to all of us and that proves that it's true and correct. Yeah, I, I thank God that I, you know, wrote down the whole list of, you know, the weak list, you know, so I could, you know, start uh, calling in every night, you know, and or during the weekends, it's during the day, so... Um, and I, I found that they have a Bible study, too, or some prayer group on Saturday, which I want to check out tomorrow, um, which sounds which sounds really good, you know. Is that, Karen, is that Saturday? There's one or two calls set up on Saturday for that? I think so, uh, yeah. I have it written down. Oh, good. Hey, Alice, before you go away tonight, I want to apologize to you for you. Me, I was wrong. You were right situation. Um, you Last time you and I spoke, I said you were wrong about the uh, oil for the wood, and you were actually right. Oil for what? Cedar? Oil of cedar? Well, actually, I looked into the oils they use to kill termites, and they use orange oil, which is a non-toxic. The only problem is it's flammable, and it doesn't work real well. But they also, in looking for that, I found another um, another cure that I'll talk about later. Let's get back to Paul. It's not about my termites. It's about Paul. But you were right, and I apologize for that. There is oil out there to help the termite thing. 
Oh, I know it's Oilers Peter, and and I give give us five minutes, Paul. Can you? I haven't talked to Karen in years. I'm so glad to hear from you. I miss you, and I thought, oh. I can't. I can't reach you. I've tried to call you multiple times, and it says, Ooh, all lines are busy. All circuits busy. No, they're blocking my call. They're not busy. Do you have my new number nine nine eight? They just bleeped you out. Hang on a minute. Go slow, and I'll write it down. I'm not going to give it out. No, no, no. I'm not. Okay, going to give it. don't don't say it out loud. But it, you have my number, so you can call me. No, I don't have it anymore because I changed telephones and they blocked them. Up and they erased half of them and all kinds of stuff. But I call. Do you, do you have Linda's number? She has my number. Yeah, I don't even think I have hers anymore. Well, first of all, I can't see. They blinded me with the chemicals they put in. And I got five percent eyesight, so I'm trying to find it. But I, Derek, you get to Derek together. Can you talk to Derek? Have, have I talked to Derek? He's got my number, and I can get you on. Oh, okay. He has your new number? Yeah, he does. I okay. call him on there. And, but see, they block all the calls out, so you just have to keep on trying, and then I get somebody else to look at my telephone and read me the voicemails. I can't well, get them. I, I, oh, I'm sorry about that. That's, are, why don't you, have you been to see a doctor to see if you have, is it glass, fixable by glasses? Okay, the, the chemicals she put in here for six years ruined the optic nerves and the eyes, so they're gone and that's it. But oh. I, I was going to charge her, and I'm going to tell Paul something too. I was going to charge her. I was talking to Derek's group one night about charging her with attempted murder. And do you know she packed up two nights and they took off? And they're gone and disappeared because I was going to charge her with attempted murder. So what I'm saying to Paul is that person with that mind machine can and, and it was told on here last week that they convicted somebody just this week or so and put them in jail for 30 years from machine. Somebody stop that, please. I'm sorry, Alice. I needed someone there who didn't know I needed them. Go ahead. They convicted somebody, I think it was a mind control raise or something they were doing to ATI, and they did convict them and put them in jail for like 30 years or something. So if you can find out who is doing it and you can prove they're doing it, you can charge them and put them in jail and they will convict them. And Ask Derek, he probably will know who that was and where it was, but they've talked about it on the call the last few nights. Yeah, I yeah. know who my mind controllers are. Well, if you uh, know, I, I was friends with them like over 10 years ago, and uh, they turned on me because of jealousy. And I think, I think because the Illuminati wanted me in their group, and I and I did not accept it. They uh, recruited them against me. That's what I. That's my theory. I thought that was an extremely wealthy group. Are you extremely wealthy? No, it's just that I I am very talented. I did a lot of videos on YouTube with my guitar and and um, I'm a very creative writer and stuff like that. Oh yeah, they, they love to attack creative people. Oh yes, absolutely. I destroy you, yeah. Well, creative people have a little extra something usually, and they they're fearful that the creative people 
have, uh, I don't know, closer connections to the whatever netherworld. And it, they seem to be very, um, oh, I don't know, jealous about that fact. So they kind of target uh, creative people like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think yeah, um, I uh, that singer from the 70s, he would, right, was a black guy, really good singer, can't remember his name now, one of my favorites, kind of a blues singer. And he ran around screaming, I guess he had voice to skull, they're, they're targeting me, they're trying to get my creativity, they're trying to take my creativity. And then he flew out a window, a third-story window one day and died. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Donnie, Donnie Hathaway. I, I heard that this stuff was going on during the um, 60s revolution. You know, a lot of the uh, rock stars back then during the hippie era were uh, actual target in, targeted individuals like Jim Morrison and Jimi Hendrix and other musicians yeah. during that time. Yeah. I think so. I, t- I really do. I think this goes back quite a way. I've got a whole pile of books here. I just ordered CIA Mind Doctors and Have We Been Controlled and uh, The Mind Wars, and it talks about the history of mind control in the world, and it does go way back. So, Yeah. So we're all kind of in the same boat here, and the learning how to paddle this boat ride, I guess, is the whole point here. You know, yeah. Kyle Kyle has, I don't know if you've been on any calls before or not, but Kyle's one of our more uh, 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 painfully um, uh, people in our group that's being targeted. And um, he has a voice to skull. So I don't know, maybe he has some advice for you. Yeah, he's a, like he's if on I the could, call right now. If I could, like, yeah, you know, actually, um, this get this guy arrested. Lately, <laughs> and it is, can you all hear me? Yeah. Um, this is Kyle. This is Kyle. Kyle. Oh, how Kyle. you doing? Hey, nice man. To meet you. Um, Good what to can meet really, you. what can really knock your your V2K out? Um, go to Home Depot. Yeah. And get um, get the little neodymium magnets with the circles in them. Like okay. get a, uh, get like a twenty five pound pool and like two fifteen pound pools. Um, maybe get get like four fifteen pound pools and then two twenty five pound pools. And put mm-hmm. them on each side, each side by your jaw and your ear. Like if you have something with ear pockets or a headband. Yeah. And yeah. it is really, it's reduced my V2K a lot. Oh, wow. And then you can then you can listen to Dave's CD. You don't have to worry about the V2K getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to see if I got that number right. Uh, is it 573 one five seven nine. No, it's three hundred one five seven nine. Oh, three five. Oh, three. No, three hundred three zero zero. I got it. Five seven three three zero zero one five seven nine. I think right. Yeah, I got it. All right, just making sure. I wasn't sure. Uh, the only thing you have to purchase, I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but the only thing that you have to purchase to make the CD work is a set of headphones, uh, and they're uh, $14.99. You can get them on Amazon. I think they're called Koss uh, Pro. Are they Pro KTX One or something like that? What are? Do you know what they are, Kyle, off the top of your head? Yeah, that's it. It's the Koss KTX One Pro. 
You got it. Cause? How do you spell that? Uh, K-O-S-S. K-O-S-S. All right, hold on. K-O-S-S. It has to be 24-something, he said. Yeah, it's a, that particular brand, the the whatever that was, we said it was, KTX1 or whatever, is 24 kilohertz capable. So they just have to be 24 kilohertz capable, and I don't know how to look that up when I'm looking for earphones. So he recommended this. It was the cheapest one he could find on the Internet, and it works real good, and it's lightweight, and it's very durable. It won't work, he said. What? 24 and it won't work right yeah if, if you if you don't if you don't use those earphones he said it, it won't work which is kind of proven true in our group with people that haven't used the correct earphones but a lot of people just won't stick with it long enough or they've got you know a different technology but it's certainly worth a try if it's free and i've been using it since i think what september or something or before that and um it kicked in a couple months ago. Well, I think everybody else is spending five or ten dollars for the postage and CD and stuff. Yeah, and then yeah, if you want to send him a, a few dollars, uh, you know, to uh, thank him for his CD. But what he really he he would appreciate it. But what he really wants is a, a letter. The only thing he asks in return is a letter from you explaining uh, how it helped or how it didn't help. Most specifically, how and if it helped, because he's um, collecting uh, letters from people that it's helped. So, yeah, he's got, yeah, he's got, I think he said he had a hundred success stories so far, but uh, probably more than that. But I haven't called in yet and told him and thanked it, him for the. It's gotten as far like um, you know, like I thought in the past when you know, um, you know this, you know. Thing that I was hoping for, you know, I was I wanted to be with this one girl, and she kind of turned me down, you know, because of her AA program. She was like guys with the guys, girls with the girls, and uh, the program. I mean, this and whatever they're doing with the mind control equipment, they like try to cause like all the bad experiences I ever had with women. Like I think like might have been like. 30-something out of 40-something, you know, out of all the relationships I've been in in my life. And they try to make that go all in my head. And, like, and they made me mad at this girl, and I started praying bad prayers over her. And then and then uh, I stopped doing that, and then I saw her for a little while at the meetings. I was talking to her. I was talking about my ex-girlfriend, how she left me because her step-parents were Jewish, and I'm Catholic, and I was actually born and raised Catholic. I'm more of a yogi now, like, you know, just someone who meditates and prays and, you know, does certain prayer modalities and from personal spiritual growth and... Uh, and basically, uh, you know, I, I had felt guilty about this for a long time, you know, and uh, certain people that wronged me that were uh, just innocent civilians. But, you know, I, I, for some reason, because of the mind control and the way they manipulated me, they would make me mad at them. And I, you know, I'm learning not to get angry, you know, at them, but what to do, like what you're talking about. And I find myself laughing at how stupid they can be. 
stupid. You just have to try and tolerate them. Do you have any gang stalking? That's yeah. That's what it is with these two guys. Uh, they they would say something stupid like, "Oh, we're the bullies," and they go, they would go ra 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 ra, like something stupid like that. And uh, is that in your head, the talking voice, or do you mean really in person? Like it sounds like I hear it in the background. Like if I tune into it, or if I have my air condition on, I could hear it more clearly. <laughs> You know, you know, they do, they do, they can supposedly, according to Robert Duncan, who wrote a book on this called Project Goldcatcher, which you might want to read. But he did talk about all the different programs and the way things they can manipulate and how they can make voices sound like someone familiar to the target, so that you think it's that person. They want you to think it's all kinds of people, and it may not be them at all. Yeah, I've had that experience. Yeah, they got voice changers and and phone interceptors and computer intercept. You know, you name it, they can mess with pretty much your whole life, including our brains. So, know who you are. I guess that's the best advice I can give: is know who you are, who you are deep down, and remember that person, and don't let anything they do to you change you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good advice. Unless it changes you for the better by being more conscientious or more thoughtful or whatever. But don't let it change you for the worse. They want to degrade us physically, morally, spiritually, emotionally. And, you know, knowing that ahead of time, you can laugh at it, make jokes about it, make up little funny songs about the perps or whatever. But don't believe anything they tell you with the voice to skull. It's the devil is a liar. And um, they tell lots of lies to get you to think what they want you to think. So it isn't necessarily someone you know, I don't think. Or uh... Yeah, they used the voice of two girls I knew. And, uh, you know, it was strange. There was these two girls I liked, and I found out somehow through certain people that they had passed due to a drug overdose. And it was like I was visited by their ghost. And at the same time, they were trying to use... I their like, analog voices to make themselves sound like those girls and and I, I thought I was hearing them from two different perspectives from their spirits that visited me and for some reason stay with me and and plus the voices in the background and 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 then I what was weird was I remember going to uh this one AA meeting and seeing them again, but and I didn't know what was going on. I was like, I heard they died. How could they be alive? And then the Holy Spirit revealed to me that they were actual robots that look and feel and act human. And uh, they went as far as you using robots on me to try to get me to like have an emotional breakdown. Well, I think a lot of these voices are may possibly be robotic voices coming from uh, electronic sources that are connected to your brain. Let's put it that way. I don't. It's more sophisticated than that, but just simplistically speaking. So yeah. I just kind of treat them all like it. Whatever is happening, it's sort of a cute trick. It's a nice trick, as far as I'm concerned. It's just electronic magic, and I refuse to be impressed. Yeah. Um, yeah. What are nanobots? What? What are uh, nanobots? I heard something about that uh, on when I looked up the 
targeted individual uh, playlists, and they had one to terminate nanobot AI nanobots. I don't I'm know not, what they are. I, you know, yeah, I'm I, uh, I, little motorized nanoparticulate particles is what I would guess. Robots, I would guess, robotic nanoparticles of some sort that are designed to do something. Maybe I don't know. Oh. Look it up. Google it. I mean, there's probably gobs of. Uh, conjecture on the internet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> better than mine. <laughs> yeah, that's I can just get it by the word bot. They mean robot. What? That's exactly what it is. It's nanoparticles, uh, robotic nanoparticles. Oh, wow. Thank you. How do they get them in your house? So how do they get them in your brain? You know, I think they can move stuff um, from what I'm reading. They can create all these interesting pressure waves in the environment, in the atmosphere. They can create pressure and low pressure, high pressure, whatever. And they can move air. Well, they can also move plasma. And that's all plasma is, is electrified gas. And they are electrifying the atmosphere. That's why they put all the metallic particles in the atmosphere. So they could electrify it and make gases, which is called the plasma. And then they send the microwave beams in and they do something to the plasma. I'm not sure exactly how it all works, but they can form orbs and or not. And these orbs can find their way into your house. They're like magnetized to you or something. They're drawn to you. I've seen that on photographs. Anyway, many, 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 many different photographs with these orbs outside that you can barely see with a flash on your camera. And um, I've heard other people speak of them. And then I read about the, what they do, how they control and manipulate the atmospheric pressures and uh, how they can create plasmas using the heart facility, uh, lots of heart facilities actually and other ancillary things to magnify, electrify, and um, uh, turn stuff into plasma that could carry anything in it, any kind of nanoparticle, bots or whatever, who God knows what they've invented. Yeah. I just shudder. The more I learn about it, the less I want to know. But, you know, so what I've seen and what I've heard and what I've read kind of boils down to a controlling of uh, plasmalized air, let's call it that, particulate in the air gets turned into an uh, electric field. And then they can control these electric fields with their magical producing machine called HARP. It's a group of phased array radar in Gakona, Alaska, but there's 28 or, m- or more now all around the world. And they bounce high-frequency radio frequency beams off of the ionosphere back down onto Earth anywhere they want. And because they have over-the-horizon radar, uh, I think in 1990-something, they requested a higher level to use that HARP 3, uh, 3.0 gigahertz so that they could have over-the-horizon radar so they can see anywhere in the world, basically. Chris, if, how um, do they put the radar into your house, though? Do they do it by white lights or something? You know, it's way more over my head. It's just some kind of through-the-wall technology. And Helena, who's a brilliant uh, researcher, has keeps sending a group of people, large group of people, the research. She's turned it over, and one of them is a TTWS, I think, or something, TT. Something like that through the wall sensing technology, I think, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's very, yeah, it can see through the walls. It can, it can see, I guess, everything in in good detail. So, it's a technology that was developed a while ago, and it's you know, big secret, blah blah, the usual stuff. And it's all documented. <laughs> Helena has thoroughly <laughs> investigated this. Every night, of these white trucks with these high metal things up above the top of the hood of the truck. 
And when I go there with the window, or even when I'm not, I'll see these white lights. So it's a round white circle, and they shoot oh, it in the window and at me. And the guy next door is ex-Navy, and I said, that's radar beams, isn't it? He said, yes. Yeah, it is It is a form of radar, yeah. It's a, some kind of fancy radar, though. I don't think it's regular radar. I think it has to do with phased array, and that's a completely different thing than regular radar. But anyway, it's all scary stuff. And I think um, uh, positive affirmations and meditation, I think, are really, really, and I'm reading another book about how to combat this, and they're claiming that self-affirmation and meditation with positive thoughts and visions in your head is a real good thing, they say, because you're doing the opposite to your brain that they're doing. You're hypnotizing the brain to focus on good things, and they're hypnotizing your brain with all this negativity, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're bad, you're horrible, feel bad, look bad, whatever. And you, when you do that visualization and stuff that Sumaya teaches a lot of, raising your frequency with music is also a wonderful way to raise your frequency. Um, it, it raises everything. It, it, you know, you can lift yourself up. You can hold yourself up higher. And then you I can found, laugh. You can look down at them and laugh. Yeah. I found you know, this uh, thing uh, on... Oh, sorry. No, no, want, I'm sorry. Yeah, I found this thing on... Um, uh the the web on uh Google. Uh you look up Ascendant Master prayers and songs and there's this uh one uh website that has it says Summit Lighthouse Decree Book. You click on that and there's this big book and it has a lot of uh decrees and prayers and positive affirmations and that has helped me, you know, stay guarded and prayed up and protected. And there's a lot of good stuff in there, and they have this other, uh, they have the song book, and they have this other prayer book that's useful, that can help with this situation, and has helped me in the past. Did you, have you, I'm sure you've read Proverbs, or is it Proverbs or Lamentations? Proverbs, I think. The the song of David, you know, he sings out about how the Lord rescue me from my persecutors. Oh yeah, I know. He goes He sounds like a targeted individual, actually. Yeah, I noticed that with like a lot of prayers in the Psalms. It, it sounds like he's like my enemies are ever with me. Like you know, I could totally relate to that. I was just reading that today in the Psalms. You know, there's a lot of things in the Bible David that really do that. click with with our lives today. You know, there's a lot of stuff that. You know, it didn't make sense before, and you read it again after this stuff happens, and you go, oh, that's what he means by overcome. I'm supposed to overcome something. I never understood that before. Oh, yeah. Are you helping other people? Are you canceling anybody else? Are you being a sponsor at AA or something like that to, you know, which helps you a lot? I'm always putting encouraging stuff on Facebook for people to read and to grow spiritually uh, along, you know, good lines, right, the right lines, you know. I don't know if you want to be a sponsor or not, but AA always needs sponsors. You know that. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't have enough clean time yet for that. Mm-hmm. You know, because the, the mind controllers had tried to get me 
to use cocaine and has successfully got me to use it before and um you know and it would become uh like a, a two to three to three time a month habit and uh i need to start going to meetings again because it helps that helps too you know getting stuff off your chest you know and like it helps mentally and emotionally and um what helps them okay to get stuff off your chest yeah and um not not the cocaine Alice. <laughs> that was the problem <laughs> yeah and and they would try to target me more when i would do that stuff so like um i'm not like I, I don't want to do that stuff ever again you know cuz they, they they really made it like you know, a horror movie, like I was fighting off spirits and and they were, they do some kind of SRA, like some kind of black magic, some kind of violent magic, I don't know, along with the, what they're doing with the computers, like a lot of it is just mental suggestion, you know, and uh, verbal abuse, you know, but I, I, I tend to laugh at what they say because, you know, they can act really stupid. Yeah, Ron used to do this. He bought one of those little strong uh, radios and he put it in his shirt pocket. And he used music all the time. He never stopped playing that radio. And in my house, I have a radio going all the time. And that really bugs them because if you got a radio going all the time, that's noise and fights them. And some lady uh, had some, forget what it was. It was, maybe it was voices and... I said, play music on the radio all night long. Let it play music close to you, but you can sleep with it because music is soothing. And then set up a fan. She was trying to keep away the rays at night and set up a fan by... Some people say set up a fan by your bed and let it run. And the wind, apparently, electricity blows away the rays that people get raised to themselves at night. And that works. Yeah, I'll either listen to uh, Classic Rock, uh, Q104, iHeartRadio, uh, or I'll listen to the classical guitar, classical music station, and a lot of times I'll play my guitar, classical guitar, along with it. And uh, the more I listen to classical music, the more uh, I become better at music myself. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it just seems to like rub off on me that way. Good. I think it's interesting that we're talking all the time. I don't know if anybody else wants to talk or not. I think someone just came in. Go ahead, ma'am. Yeah, I just want to say I think it's interesting that he recognized that it's just a lot of uh, suggestions, which is that was the serpent in the garden. So that goes, you know, using power of suggestion goes all the way to the the serpent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) yeah. Yeah, yeah, good point, good point. Yeah, that's, that's all I wanted to say. He's got mind-controlled into eating the apple, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it, what it was just it was just suggestion. The, the serpent just used the power of suggestion to the to Eve, and, and uh, you know, she took it. Yep. Yeah. But that's a serpent. That's a serpent <laughs> And he said what they you know be saying to 
today to this day in a lot of movies, a lot of subliminal messages, like you could be yep. like God, you know, knowing good and evil. Yep. The same lie has been perpetrated throughout the millennium still this right. day. Right. Since this couple, this world is built on lies. Yep. Anyway, thank you for letting me share. <laughs> also, a lot of people talk about, we talk about that old movie. Have you ever seen that movie, An Enemy of the State? Paul? Yeah. An Enemy of the State? An Enemy of the State with, um, what was his name that played the role? Um, Oh, that famous black actor who was fantastic, and it was—it's about us and and um, what they do to you, and the detective that was helping him. And anyway, see it. I watched it three times. I'm gonna get it and watch it again. It was fantastic. Who, uh, Will Smith? Yeah. Oh yeah, fantastic movie. That really is helpful. Yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet. I gotta see that. Sounds interesting. I think it's an old movie, isn't it? Or is it? You know what I noticed about the cartoon Inspector Gadget? It, it was all it was like all about mind control, and you know, people who watched it grew up watching that. Um, didn't even realize it at the time, and I, I look back at it now, and I'm like, wow, that that cartoon was all about MK mind control, like MK Ultra mind control. You know, they had the Dr. Claw always spying on <laughs> Inspector Gadget and trying to destroy him, and <laughs> he well, would always de- weasel his way deceiving. out of it. We, we've been deceived a long, long, long time, I think, you know? Yeah. Like, I think back in David's day, it had to do with, like, aliens from other planets monitoring them, and, you know, and that that was part of what enemies he was struggling with. That's just my uh, theory. <laughs> I don't think we have aliens. I think we would have found out about it by now. I mean, I, I keep saying, well, why would we be the only planet with with uh, people? But we migrated from a bug to enveloping into a human being through the ages, but I don't know if any other planets did that. I just don't believe there are other aliens. We would have known it by now, maybe. So I don't believe in that stuff. But I don't know, Karen, how long ago this stuff started. I mean, movies and things were made. Yeah, you can make movies about anything. Well, Alice, it's it's hypothesized that the pyramids, which they found millions of them all over the world now, buried and everywhere else under the water, but the pyramids might have been used for harvesting energy and possibly mind control. They had to keep all those slaves in line. They had Egypt. They had lots of well, Egypt's just make one example. They had lots and lots of slaves. They had to keep them in 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 line. Besides, with whips and whatnot, a few of them still might get out. Yeah. Just my but, hypothesis. Yeah. So know. it's a possibility this could go back to the beginning of time. Who knows? Our Earth has been surrounded by this huge electromagnetic field that is really unique to our planet, uh, very unique to our planet. And uh, 
So I wouldn't be surprised if it had been harvested by previous civilizations that uh, knew what they were doing with it. Yeah. But DOD started the experimentations. I think that's really when it got started. 1950 is when the United States started dumping billions, billions with the B, into mind control. 1950. 1950. What I heard uh, just recently on YouTube or, you know, on Bing videos, one or the other, uh, was that Nazi Germany was the first group of people to develop uh, high-tech mind control equipment, and it didn't reach the populace until a certain number of years went by. Well, that's possible. They they seem to have been ahead of the game in many, many things. I think their submarines far surpassed any anyone else in the world and at the time of World War II. And they actually should have won the war with the equipment and the knowledge that they had accumulated. They had seemed to have vast knowledge of lots of things that kind of disappeared again. You know how that keeps happening throughout history? Yeah, that's true. Someone discovers something and poof, they disappear and so does the technology. And where it goes is down a dark hole. Then they were some over here. What year was Jimmy Carter president? That's when they had a, 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 a... What year did he come over here and talk to Jimmy Carter? Do you remember that? Was that the 70s? I don't know. Well, it, I watched the 80s. And when Khrushchev came there, he smuggled into the country a mind control machine and used it on Jimmy Carter's president. And Rosalyn realized there was something wrong with him. So they kind of got rid of Khrushchev and sent him home and didn't let Jimmy make any particular decisions while he was here. And they took him to Camp David for two weeks and de-mind controlled him. Huh. That's interesting. Where did you read that? It was on TV. It was a report, and it showed pictures oh. of the machine and told about Khrushchev smuggling into the country so he could mind control him. What did the machine look like? Yeah, it looked just like a box, like, you know, a tin box, two by four. Was it little? Like, like two by two or one by two or something? Yeah, it was like two feet wide and maybe four feet tall or something. And they, that's all they showed of it. Today, today they have the same equipment in the size of a nano chip. By the word, nano means one billionth of a um, of a micron. One billionth of a B. I just looked that up recently. I got a book. <laughs> you guys are going to hear all kinds of new facts because I have books to read now. <laughs> How small is a micron compl- compared to a micron? A is one seventieth the width of a hair. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, we're talking itty bitty stuff here, you guys. So I don't know. Yeah, sort sort of like this one video I saw by I think it was by Tool, and they had like these little uh, these little like robotic things that were walking. Uh, in this strange, like, like laboratory or whatever, it was, it was weird. Kind of reminded me, like, what you were talking about. Well, I don't know where you live, Paul, but do you have any kind of chemicals or stuff put in your house? Where is this stuff, Karen? It's all over the house. It's gummy. It feels like oil gummy 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that to me too. It's uh, like see-through oil, and it's but it's a little heavier than mineral oil, a little gooier, and it's see-through. It well, kind of yellowish sometimes, and it looks like dog urine, but there's no smell, and it's oily, so it's not dog urine for sure. And it just shows up on the floor, and I don't know how that happens. Nobody comes in, nobody breaks in. I've had it seep out from underneath the cabinet. <laughs> I could touch wow. it. Thing. One morning I got up, I put wood floors in downstairs at my townhouse. And one morning, it was about six months ago, I got up and I felt the floor and this is oily. And nothing- you, know, you, know, you know what I think it is, Alice? I think they can carry substances through these plasmas, these electrified gases that they create because they got all this crap in the air today. I think they can actually carry particulate matter of some sort and put it wherever the heck they want, you know, right through your little cracks next to your window and squeeze stuff in. I really do. Uh, Sumaya was talking about having droplets forming on her fingertip in a completely dry room with all the windows and doors closed and no rain outside, and she'll sit there and watch a a droplet accumulate on her fingertip. It's just coming from the air. This yeah, nano, like, uh, nano dust, smart dust stuff can do all kinds of stuff. Like uh, the chemtrails, uh, that's another dangerous thing. They are, they really yeah. bad. I mean, I think hiding the sun, that's why we don't get much sun anymore. Exactly. It's they're, they're trying to hide the fact that it's <clears throat> the temperature has increased dramatically and they're hiding it by... Uh, yeah, attenuating the sun's heat by spraying, and that's only going to make it worse. But in some areas, it's gone up as much as 35 degrees Fahrenheit. I can go out on a Sunday, and they always do it on a Sunday. One Sunday, I counted 12 trails above my house, and I didn't see the sun for three days. Yeah. On Sundays, yeah. that's interesting. They stop it on Sunday, Saturdays and Sundays here, so nobody will see it. Because everybody's home on Saturday and Sunday, enjoying the pretty blah blah, and or tourists are around here, so they don't. I guess they don't want it to look horrible, so they stop spraying here. Yeah, I heard they have some kind of weather machine down in the Keys uh, in Florida, and uh, that like you know supposedly well, plays that's a role. Well, Harp is a weather machine, basically. It controls uh, the weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's why they're they're. they're a full spectrum dominance was the military's goal uh, back in whenever, and I, apparently they've achieved that with their twenty-eight harp facilities or whatever they're up to now. Well, what else they do in my house? That woman that was here for six years, she worked for the sheriff's department, but she really worked for CID and the Marine Corps, and they had both both she and her husband had been in Afghanistan and everywhere killing people. So they had been well-trained in all the chemicals. They put plastic tubing through the wall. She had the adjoining wall, and they put it in my ductwork, and they have a pump over there, and I'd hear it in the night going pump, pump, pump. I'd get up and bang on the wall screaming scream at them, stop that, you sick perverts. And they would stop. That's how I knew they were doing it. And just now I got a whiff of gas. And when they put gas in your house, if you heat, paint thinner gas over 70 degrees is phosgene gas. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Um, I don't know. But I know. I've lived with this for six years. I know what I'm talking about. 
I'd go up in that attic and move three feet of peat insulation and get a company and clean it out and get rid of the ductwork. So she moved down overnight when I threatened to charge her with attempted murder. Well, the that's woman good. has put this little old nasty couple that were her friends in there, and they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. So I have to call that company. Hey, there's a company here you can hire, and they'll come clean it out. So I have to clean that You know, Alice, I wonder if they can deliver smells the same way they can deliver that oily stuff through those electrified plasma uh, uh, balls that are flying around in the air that they seem to be able to aim at you or seem to be magnetized to you. It would be interesting. I don't know. It's just a thought. I think they can, yeah. I think they can blow anything. And see, any molecule, every pesticide has a molecule, and the molecules are lighter than air, and they mix pesticides with uh, kerosene to make them lighter than air. Yeah, there you go. Well, they don't have to even do that. They can just do their little electrify the atmosphere trick and create a plasma and then move it wherever they want, and that plasma could contain all kinds of chemicals, is my point. So they could squeeze it into your house through a little-known crack and uh, or a slightly ajar window and just plop it wherever they want, just like they do the oil. I don't know. It's just a hypothesis. This okay. is all guesswork. Sure. I'm sure they do it. My next door neighbor is about 20 feet across in his house, and he he enough. I know yesterday he was ex navy, so I know he's doing it. He's got windows that look right into mine. I know one thing. If I tell my if I try to tell my parents about any of this, they just think I'm crazy. <laughs> don't tell them. Don't talk to them about it. Yeah. We learn from families that just don't talk to them about it. Yeah. Most of us have learned the hard way that bringing this up uh, too soon with anybody, especially family, because they seem to be mind-controlled, pardon the expression, against anything we have to say at that point in time. When we are our most desperate is when they seem, it seems like they just don't want to listen. So you have to kind of let your family go for a while and not turn to them for support and just wait for them to come around. And don't mention this to your family unless you think you could make one of them understand or one of them seems to know stuff. Yeah. Even then, it, it even then you know, you're still up against a, a rough road. But uh, uh, get, get some books under your belt. I don't know if you've read any books on this, but there's a couple books out there that we, I highly recommend. One is Guinea Pigs by Dr. John Hall. That was a very good book. It's about the history of uh, non-consensual human experimentation. It's about the technology. It's about uh, all of this and more. And more than you even, you know, much more than you could actually tell someone is in that book. But it's easy to understand. And it's a nice, clean, concise paragraph. Also, there's uh, Project Soulcatcher by Dr. Robert Duncan, who claims to have worked on this technology for the DOD, at which time it was hijacked and used on him for a couple years, I guess. And then... uh, there's some other good books out there. Uh, the best one that I found uh, for me was uh, Controlling the Human Mind by Dr. Uh-huh. Nick Begich. That's all about HARP and how it works and how the mind can be entrained and the history of mind control. It's a very, very well-written, interesting book. 
Yeah, I well, heard they have a satellite that's like the size of a football field in space, and I'm wondering what kind of activities are being taken place on that. You know, uh, they have they have millions of satellites up there from what I could see. I lived in uh, near Vandenberg Air Force Base for 20 years, and I can tell you it was Titan IV after Titan IV after Titan IV, big, huge rockets going up filled with satellites, national security payloads, so I'm sure that wasn't just to replace the ones that were coming down. I'm sure it was in preparation for all this. And it really got, it was just hot and heavy the entire 20 years, all the way up to 2013. Hot and heavy with the rockets going up with the, with the uh, national security payload in it. So yeah. these satellites are used for feedback information. I'm sure they're part of the system, but it's a multi, uh, it's a multi-type system. It has Lots of different aspects to it. Harp and satellite. Um, could whoever's breathing into their phone please hit star six because we can hear your tonsils rattling. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Sounds like they're sleeping, Karen. Um, yeah, and it's called a multiplex. Um, so do you have any news on Dr. John Hall, like how his condition is right now? Me? No, I don't. Hey, somebody's snoring. Yeah, I'll get him. Hang on. Is, is he gone? Yeah, I heard that too. No, there he is. No, he's still going? No, yeah. so that wasn't him. They're not asleep. Pardon me, New York. All right, let's try Connecticut. Probably not Connecticut either. Well, I never followed you. That wasn't you. That was the Connecticut. I just muted them. It wasn't them. No, it's not me. Good to hear you. Hello? That's definitely snoring. (laughs) Hey, Hello? I think it was was coming from Vermont's phone. Sorry, Vermont, I muted you because your no- the noise stopped when I did. No offense. You're probably sleeping okay. anyway. Oh, Go so ahead. Where's Linda tonight? Is she feeling okay? She No, she was feeling ill and uh, asked me this morning if I'd fill in for her. Oh. Did she get sick or is it targeting or both? I think she actually has a, a virus of some sort. It sounds like a kind of a flu-like symptom. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. Good to hear you. Pardon me? It's good to hear you. Oh, hi, Mary. How are you? Hey. Good. How you doing? I'm doing way better. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. um... No, I haven't heard you in a while. I don't know if anybody listens to Scott Hensler's calls. He has them on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And he gave an awesome one tonight. Um, is he on talk show or is he on another? No, he's on live talk. And hold on, I get I get the number. Can you put um, a Can you put a link in the chat for us? Oh, I'm, I just have the flip phone. Oh, but I can give it to you. Maybe somebody could type it in. That'd be nice. Okay, um, it's 516 418 
Hang on, hang on a minute. What, what is this you're giving okay. me? The the numbers off of the website? No, this is it's a blog talk radio. Oh, you just the number. Call in. Okay, five. Let me let me put it on the chat here so it'll be indelible because I don't have okay. a pen. Five so one it's six. It's Hensler. Yes, five one six four one eight five three nine eight. Pat Hensler. Scott Scott Hensler. Oh yeah, he was one of I think he was one of Ella's guests. Yes. And so I'm telling you, he is so right on. He is so right on. He's amazing. He started off the call tonight kind of saying that um you know, a line may might have already been drawn. Um, on us, where you're either on one side or you're on the other side. <laughs> you know, it, it just made so much sense the way he spoke. And he, you know, he said that, you know, to always remember that God is on your side and to stand firm and not to have fear and, you know, all the good things that we want to hear. But, but God's raising up his army. And, and I believe so many on these calls are such good people, and, you know, we're going to be called to rise above this. We really are. I mean, there's no doubt in my Amen. mind. Yeah. Yeah, he's strengthening yeah. us. I think he's strengthening us, and, you know, for those that, that whose hearts are open, he's, he's going to use us, you know? Um, this is just is horrendous. Getting, is she getting enough listeners there? On I don't. I don't know. Oh, but Linda, oh but Mary, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I know. I should have told you, huh? What time? Yeah. Monday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, eight o'clock Eastern. So whatever that is for your area. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday, eight p.m. Eastern time, and he's on for an hour. Um, and he just speaks. You cannot speak with him. He just, you know, does his thing for the night, and, and that's kind of it. But he does have an office number also um, that I could give if you want, um, where you can call him. Uh, you know, he actually called, thanks to a friend, he actually called me when I was in the hospital with my mom. And it was just good timing, <laughs> you know, as God always is. Um, you know, I, I just felt so special that he called me, you know. <laughs> but he, who, who was if it you go to his you? website. Scott Hensler called you? Yes. How nice of him. Yeah. And Julie did too, I guess. Um, I, I haven't spoken with her, though. I'm just pretty overwhelmed with everything. But... um. Yeah, it was really, really kind that he did that. Um, but um, he's really, you know, and, and it's it, it's so true that we have to learn to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. And I was just talking to my girlfriend about this last week. I said, this is my next thing. This is what I have to really, really learn. Um, because if we can do that, we're going to rise above this, this pain and crap. 
Because we're going to be walking in the spirit with his armor on and his blood all over us, and they're not going to be able to touch us. <laughs> you know, they're not going to be able to because if we could rise our frequency and truly believe, you know, in what the Bible's telling us, um, we're, we're going to make it. We're going to make it. Amen. Um, yeah. Yeah, so don't sway, don't ever sway for them, especially, you know, just do the yeah. best you can do and speak the word, speak his promises. Yeah. You know, there's power in our words, and we get on these calls every night, and we're complaining, complaining, complaining. If we could even give five minutes of every call to God, just praising him, I mean, it would be awesome, you know? Somebody somebody said recently that suffering is necessary because it points us in the right direction. Yes. Yes. You never want to wish someone suffering away, even yeah. though we do, but you don't yeah. want to do that because everything's for a purpose. Yep. You know, nothing is ever in vain. We have to always remember that going through what we go through every day, all day long. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 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 God is good, though. Amen. You know, you know, the whole Old Testament, he fulfilled all of it. Every promise he made, he fulfilled, you know. He provides us with what we really need. And yeah. Well, the armor. Yep. The armor of a God in Ephesians. Um, Ephesians 6. I think 10 it is, you know, yeah. that's the only weapons he gives us. The only weapon he actually gives us is the Bible. And I, the rest is that, armor. I try to say that every day. I say, I, I shall be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. I put on the whole armor of God. I stand therefore having my loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and my feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. I take the shield of faith. I put on the helmet of salvation and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, being watchful to this end with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Amen. And I try to remember to say that every day. Amen. You get up every morning and you put your arm around just like you do your clothes. And when you go to bed, you do the same thing. Amen. You believe it's going to protect us. You know, there you are those out we there. Can't doubt. But, there are those Bible scholars out there that say that <clears throat> the word Lord was inserted into our Bible at a certain point, and it took the place of God's real name, which was Yahweh. And I don't know. I've just heard that, you know, in the last few years. So I've heard the word used before many times. So every time you see the word Lord, it actually you're actually praying to Baal. We got tricked again. But you know, the Bible I heard got something rewritten. like that. I yeah, wasn't the Bible sure if it got, was true. I'm not sure either. So it's right now, for now, it's urban legend. But supposedly the Jesuits had a hand in rewriting the Bible. It figures they had a hand in everything. So it would make sense that they might change Yahweh's name. They took it out of every shred of the Bible and forbade it to ever be, to be spoken in that era. And it is a, his his sure. holy name. Just cross-reference that word in the concordance, and you'll see it for yourself. That's all you have to do. Yeah. Yeah, they Thank get it from know. the tetragrammation Yad Hey Vahe and take the uh vowels from Elohim 
and put it between YHVH to come up with uh, Yahweh or Yehovah. What was the original word? yad heh vah in Hebrew. yad heh vah Interesting. Well, yad heh in Aramaic, you mean. Well, that's Aramaic. Yeah, yad heh is Aramaic. Oh, well. yad heh is Hebrew. Old piece, way back. She went to school in, in Israel. She knows these things. Second century Aramaic, and it's going to show you Yahweh. Wait a minute. We're talking over each other. What, Ken? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, you zapped out again. Sorry. He has terrible Mm -hmm. communication uh, signals issues. Speaking of Ken, did it, has anybody heard about um, from Ken in New Jersey? Uh, no. That used to pick up the call once in a while at night. But no, I don't think I even knew him. In a long time. Yeah, yeah, you don't know if you heard him. Um, uh, mostly his phone busted. I think I heard, and then you know, but. Everybody's kind of worried because they haven't heard from him. The last weirdest thing that ever happened to me was uh, my ex-girlfriend came back and she basically promised me the world and said she wished that what happened never happened, you know, between her step-parents and me and her. They had her, they threatened to have her put her away because her psych record if she didn't leave me and she was forced to leave me. And, And then I see her for like, Four days, and and then the last thing she says, I'm going to see you tomorrow. I love you, and and that was the last I saw her. And um, she wouldn't give me her number because she's afraid her mom's going to see it on her phone, and uh, you know because of her psych record and everything. And it was just weird. I haven't seen her since uh, that day, and that was like two weeks ago. So I don't know if the mind control had anything to do with it or if it's her parents. Hard to say. We, we have to pop this, yeah. yeah. You know, Karen, you should really consider yourself blessed that you get the weekends without all the crap in the air. Because, boy, yeah, they're just flooding up here. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, well, this is a touristy area, so maybe that's why they do that. I have no idea. Yeah. This is Agenda 21 land. They're building stack them and pack them units all around us, whether we want them or not. Yeah, but they're not letting up on the air here. Because uh, when yeah. she was in my room, I asked her to he- if she could hear what was in the air conditioner, and she said she did at first, and then... And then it was like something hit her mind, and then she like changed what she said and said she only hears like a humming. But at first she said she heard it. I don't know what she heard after that, that she freaked out. Well, I think the harmonic part is probably more in the mind of the listener, my own personal opinion. You know, they had a guy in your brain, however they do it with these frequency things, and then it's a form of hypnosis. And in that state of hypnosis, you hear some repetitive noise, 
and then they can just take the harmonics of the noise and easily convert it to voices, and it's probably just in your head. Your head is the big computer being manipulated, is my what I think. Yeah. And other people's heads. Sometimes I wonder if some of the group gang stalking uh, extravaganzas with the whole neighborhood dancing around or whatever these stories I hear, sometimes I wonder if that isn't mind control. <laughs> That's crazy. It reminds me of a painting I saw years ago. Of all these what people parading in the of, street. It made me think they're, that they're able to isolate sounds that people will hear or not hear. So, like, they could filter a certain sound uh, for somebody to hear. Let's say you're targeted and there's a voice in, coming through uh, your air conditioner. Well, but nobody else will hear because they have it filtered out. Yeah. Well, that, uh, Karen, can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, uh, this is Beth from Florida. Um, hi, Beth. On, hi. On the, uh, on the sound thing, that's what I noticed at first with the... David Voigt, uh, who's the uh, former Navy officer, he's the, um, the one of the whistleblowers, had mentioned there's, uh, I don't know what device they use, but anything that has a running motor, running water, a refrigerator, a fan, they can send out a wave or a radio frequency wave or what, pulse wave, whatever it is, and create the sound through that motor or through that fan. They can do it in the air. Is what I'm saying. Anything that's moving in the air, they can create the sound that way. And as far as the mind control thing, I was I lost my job last June, and I have I you know I I, I leave. I'm very objective about everything, and everybody's experienced different things. So I'm not saying yes or no on that. But on my situation, the hospital that I worked at owns 15 other hospitals, and it would be very difficult for me to believe that everybody that I worked with. Even upper management was all under mind control. Uh-huh. I have found I have found a, there was a lot of physical gang stalking in the beginning. There was a lot of things people said to me that I've been working with them before it, all this started that I've known ten, five, ten, twenty years. And because I was at the hospital twenty four years, and I know it wasn't mind control on them, but they would say particular things to me. And they were trying to get me to quit. Trying, you know, I was crying so much. They were trying to get me to quit. And they also use. Uh, have you ever heard of the Pavlov uh, theory on? Um, yeah. Uh, with the brain, brain entrainment. That's what they. Try, that's what they've been doing with me for three years. Mm-hmm. It's straight sound, monotone sound, very low frequency sound can bring on negative emotions. Yeah. Uh, it can bring that on. It can. They, they can change your frequency in your mind, in your brain waves. Uh, to make you feel an emotion uh, or even have cravings or I've been going to, uh, you know, going to urinating more often or something. They can do all kinds of stuff with you. Right, right. Uh, the V2K, what I discovered last couple of days, and I wouldn't doubt that this is probably what's happened over the last week or so, right before I'm starting to really doze off, it's like I can hear a man's talking, but it's like, like in another room, like somebody had a television on. I can't make out the words, but I can hear the voice. Yeah. And then they'd make a click. They, it's, it's almost like when my, when my how, do, how do I phrase this? A lot of people it's, talk about the clicking. It sounds like it's coming from behind well, no, their ear. 
Well, no, what, what they were doing, they were stopping my brain. They were stopping me from going, going into it because I was actually listening to them. They knew I was not completely asleep, and the, the, what I was hearing the v, using the V2K was the, the, was the brain entrainment, uh, like, a, like you mentioned, the hypnotic thing, the hypno, hypnosis thing. Um, I'm trying to, to put this in the words here. Um, it's like what they can find, they know when your brain, when you're starting to go into a sleep, so they yeah. can use this so that the next day when you wake up, there might be a word that's triggered or an action or something. Yeah, is that, that called the alpha, but, the alpha stage the of click, sleep or something? When you reach that alpha stage, it becomes suggestible or something? Is that what it is? Exactly. exactly. But the thing of it mm-hmm. is, when I was starting to doze off in this past week, they'll deliberately wake me up or, or, or get me to stop my mind from drifting, going into sleep. They'll stop it because the, the program wasn't ready yet. Or my mind wasn't ready. They thought, and I was still listening. I was still more awake than asleep. And they stopped it with a click in the room, or uh, like on the wall, or on something metal. They'll they'll make a sound loud enough to 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 reset my mind because they know I'm more awake than I am asleep. They didn't want me to keep going into that direction. They're like, we're not ready yet. And they'll make that sound deliberately to reset my mind to wake me up more. Then mm-hmm. I said, well, heck, they're trying it again. So when I drift, it's like, they, it's like they're waiting for my brain to get into that, that state of mind, that state for hypnosis. And the program, I have a feeling, might be set on kind of an automatic uh, setting because they do have your frequency. Yeah. And when, you're, when, when, when they get, you know, their information on their end of it, that program automatically kicks on. Where, where they're yeah. not having to sit there and listen, you know, play the darn thing all night because these people, this is twenty four seven. Yeah, but they would they would deliberately put uh, make a sound loud enough to put me back in a, a complete alert state. You know, I want to say something about that. I wonder if that's the sleep deprivation. They're causing that with that a is. lot of people. They're they're making it everybody is. sleep deprived, <laughs> and then your brain can't heal and you can't feel better. Exactly. No. The brain yeah. frequency. What um, next month? I'm trying. I'm going to look for an. E, you can buy a personal EEG machine. I mentioned it to Derek, and he didn't sound very confident about it. But in my mind, and just like when when they they check a volcano and they've got all these sensors around, any little hiccup, that little sensor is going to pick it up. Well, with your brainwave frequencies, they can the, an EEG can pick up any anomalies during your sleep hours. Or if you're resting and they're trying to do stuff with the V2K, or with me, it's brain entrainment with the sound or music, that my brain waves will fluctuate. So the frequencies will fluctuate abnormally. And, I, and if I can find one that has that I can record it, yeah. that'll be part of my have you, evidence. Have you have you tried Dave's CD? I, I did, but they made me sick, and he and I had a little. Uh, kind of a disagreement uh, texting him. He thought I had a virus, and I said no. Uh, the information I've got to um, give on that, uh, well, anyway, about the CD, I went to try it, and they made me very sick. 
They yeah, they do that. They, they made me and Linda wake up real <laughs> depressed the first morning. We woke up real depressed, and we talked well, about it to each other. So then I called Dave and said, we woke up real depressed. He said, they'll do anything to keep people from listening to my CD. They don't want you to. They made me yeah, sick. Yeah. They, they, have, they created what they call uh, Invocon Inc. has a Navy contract. The article I read was 3607 on the date. And it's called the vomit beam. Oh yeah, I had that one too. They did that. And, to me and that, too. when when I was when I was trying to discipline myself to listen to CD because, like Linda said on the call one time, it's not like listening to great music all night. You know, like you suggest, put it on low. But when I was trying to listen to it, the moment I closed my eyes that night and put my head on the pillow, I got a severe, uh, sudden uh, dizziness. You know, nausea. yes, yes, they do oh, all that man, weird stuff. So but you know what I yeah. do? I highly recommend okay. this to everybody. Because I, when I first, I thought I heard voices on it with the low-pitched whoa, 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 whoa in the background. My brain was mm-hmm. making voices out of that, but I couldn't determine what they were saying. And I called Dave and I said, there's subliminals on this. He said, no, there's not. It's just low no. frequency and your brain is trying to turn it into, but, into voices. And listen no, to no, this. No, 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 no. The story is this. They will so try to, to interrupt it with the V2K. Oh, right, right, right. They would try to get me not to listen to it, to be scared. So instead of falling prey to my own fear, I decided to pray. So every night mm-hmm. I put those things on, I start with the Lord's Prayer, I go to the 23rd Psalm, I go back to the Lord's Prayer, I go back, and I fall asleep saying those prayers. And I wake up in the best darn mood now. Well, the thing of it is to, uh, that I, I've learned even from studying is that if you're studying for an exam the next day at school or whatever you're having to learn, even on a yeah. job that you have to study, yeah. Yeah. is to turn on, get a CD or a tape recorder right when you're going to sleep. It is yeah. the, That's why their, their brain entrainment or, or hypnosis can work because you learn better if you listen to something right before you go to sleep or when you go to sleep. You know, actually, these these technologies, in reality, when you read the book Controlling the Human Mind by Nick Begich, he'll talk about how these are also technologies of enhancement. If they weren't used to torture people, they could easily be used to enhance people's intellect and our learning Mm -hmm. ability. Our capabilities of absorbing and remembering material could be enhanced greatly, and it is in some people. Exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it could be used for the good. It's a wonderful opportunity. It's, it, it's, it's excellent. They, they've done a lot of things. I mean, they, uh, let me, uh, a real short, quick story. They had this guy that was in a horrible accident. He was a quadriplegic, and his wife stuck with him for the 20-some-odd years, I, was, I guess 20 years. And this company, I don't know how they got in touch with them, figured out how to connect with his brain waves. His head was fine. His mind was fine. But his body, he couldn't even talk. He couldn't, you know, he he couldn't uh, feed himself or anything. And what they found a way for him, for his mind to talk to the computer. And when he did, the computer printed out exactly what he was thinking. And he said, for the first time in 20 years, I can tell my wife how much I love her. Oh, and so how much sweet. I appreciate her sticking with me. And he, I mean, he couldn't even smile. I mean, the man's yeah. dis, uh, disability was so severe. But this company found a way to get into his mind deep enough where they were able to manipulate 
You know, not to interrupt you, but I was okay. reading recently that they can connect you to a computer with a simple injection. The technology is so minuscule today that you could be injected with something that a micro dust or something, a particle of some sort, that can make your brain become connected to a computer. Now, I don't know if someone else repeated that the other day, too. I don't know if that's true or not. But I wouldn't be surprised. They've come so far so fast. Well, yeah, that that part I don't know. I just know that they, unfortunately, the brain has no firewall. Right. And the only thing, uh, I've, I've tried different things with V2K. I've tried different languages. I've also tried something else that worked. But um, it's not like you can do it during sleep. You do it at, during waking hours. But I'll, you, you, they, what they do, they use your imagination. Everybody think about your imagination. And even your worst fears or your worst imaginations about, oh, my God, if this happens, this is going to happen. That's when the V2K kicks in. And you think it's them, but it's not. It's you. It's you telling you. And they use different voices on the voice changers. That's what I've experienced. Someone was telling me yeah. I shouldn't do that. And I'm like, the more yeah. I learn about their neural program, the more I know how to fight back. And I, what I did in my imagination, I envisioned myself drawing a line across a blackboard. And then I drew the line up. And I, I did a maze with, on the blackboard or a piece of paper in my imagination. Well, guess what? The V2K cannot put words to a drawing so the v2k is quiet for a short time interesting <clears throat> so if you use your imagination on things that the v2k cannot respond it cannot make a sound maybe there's no word take up maybe you should take up painting or sketching or something well i mean just use your imagination i mean when, when you find that they're overwhelming you or something Immediately go to your imagination. Think of something. Imagine yourself riding a bike. There's no words. There's no sound. Or if you're painting or drawing or pretending or even imagining yourself looking at yourself, looking at a laptop, and the VTK the would say back to me, I can't see what she's typing. <laughs> because I'm imagining looking at myself I'm standing in front of me, but I've got my laptop open, and I can't see it. All I see is the back of the laptop. Hmm. So, like I said, I, I'm using my imagination more because that's what the V2K uses. Beth, interesting. Yeah, Beth, I was reading about how because um, I'm still trying to figure out how to work that too, um, dealing with a V2K, and um, I did read like mental pictures. Uh, they mm-hmm. don't like us. I think with mental images and mental pictures. Exactly. So I'm always playing with it. You know, so during the day, I'm always trying to figure out ways because how many times can you hear the same awful words over and over? You can almost sometimes reprogram it. Like if you replace the word, I mean, it doesn't last yeah. very long, but, you know, for an hour, it'll play. And you're right. It's not necessarily a live person. It's responding to your own thoughts. Exactly. So exactly and they use different you... voices to make you think they're communicating. Now, sometimes they are. Yeah. But most of the time, the V2K is just responding to you. And like David Boyd said, yeah. the program is learning from you. So your patterns of thought, yeah, your yeah. patterns of thought, the words that you use. When I, I've been really, really ticked and I was swearing up a storm, anytime I'd, I'd think or say, say something in my mind, the V2K would use a swear word. I'm like, no, I didn't say that. 
Yeah, like today but, it says it says the f word all the time, and I don't. I'm not yeah. a big fan of you know curse words. I have kids, and I can't stand when I hear kids talk like that. And I was just raised. I was raised around European, so if they did cuss, it was in Swedish. And so um, <laughs> in my head, of course, all I hear are curse words. So I was trying to replace it every time the word would say, you know, f u c. I can't cuss on now on talk show either. Anyways. So uh-huh. every time I bring F U C K, I'd go hot fudge or whatever, and I kept saying oh, it. Oh, I always said hot. I, I always say fudge. Anyway, I did. I I, I used to say I say that fudge. all the time. Fudge. I say, oh, fudge. So, and I put like a funny, playful feeling when I said it, you know, because I'm reprogramming it too. You know, I just do all kinds of weird things during the day because you just, you know, you get tired of certain. If I'm not in the right mood, I can't deal with it, and so I'm trying to, you know. Put funny, you know, trying to reframe. And people who don't have it probably like, what are they talking about? My God. <laughs> well, yeah, they don't, they don't like the images. I imagine yeah, myself but, sitting next next to somebody, and both of us are watching a computer watching them. Like I'm monitoring okay. the perps. And I'll, I'll imagine this nerd, nerdy-looking guy, skinny, hair slicked back, these big, thick, black rim glasses looking like something got zits all over him. You know, and I'm and I'm imagining myself, watching myself in my imagination, uh, you know, leaning back in my chair, laughing my head off, and they don't like that. Yeah, they don't like that. I mean, I'm yeah. pretending, I'm imagining watching them on a monitor with with a professional or with somebody that's helping me to catch yeah. these guys, and we're watching them watching me. Also, just try. Them. Do you ever try to interrupt it when it starts to say something? Just quickly inject something in it. Yeah, and I, I, I tried. I tried the drawing. When I do the line and the little maze, the V2K stops. Yeah, you you can, but then, like you said, it seems to pick up on your. It adjusts. It it adjusts, but it takes a little while, you know. And you can always try different things. But like even today, I got tired of the F word, so I just started going hot. <laughs> Fudge, hot fudge. It will it will say it back because, like I said, the program you know is learning from you. It's got confused, though. It just was quiet for a while. Exactly. And then I got busy doing something else. You know how you get busy and then your brain it stops a little bit. You know, I was on yeah. a phone call and I wasn't paying attention. So, yeah, you know, oh. but it, it takes a lot of mental awareness and energy and kind of trying to be clever and Alertness, well, awareness. Well, it takes high one, awareness. One more, one more thing I just wanted to add just real quick, and I'll, then you guys, whoever wants to talk next and stuff, um, is uh, I was trying something that was so funny. I was, I didn't say the, the, the name of the, the country or the town or city. I just right. imagined saying the word, and when I did, the V2K cannot pronounce certain names. Like, like if you've heard of Mozambique, it of pronounces what? it Mo- Mozam- Mozambique uh, in uh, Mozambique. Africa, like the right. Zimbabwe, Mozambique. Well, when I when I would picture the word Mozambique, it says Mozambique you. Oh, when that's the, interesting. When I I was test I was testing the program. I wanted to know what words or what kind of how it would pronounce words. Brazilian Mozambique. is Brazilian or or uh, oh, Colombian. Wow. It was yeah. not pronouncing it correctly. Now I wasn't saying it in my mind. I only imagined the word. I, I, rem- I, I remembered what the word looked like in my mind, and I made the V2K read it. And it was yeah. not pronouncing it correctly. So, like yeah, I said, kind of, I've caught things we're like teaching that. it. 
But it, it, they're lear- it's learning from our thought process, and unfortunately, it's not a something we can keep up all the time. But you know, if you're busy doing st- something, just you know, hold out in your mind and your thinking part. Okay, what I'm going to do yeah. when this happens, and I'll think of this, and it'll stop. You know what I do sometimes, but it takes a lot of energy because you hear so many things during the day. Sometimes I'll just be like, F and B-I-T-C-H or whatever, whatever <laughs> they're saying, you know. And I'll go, your mama's a what? <laughs> <laughs> or or use use another language with pig Latin. Well, it knows that. I tried Swedish one time. It doesn't. It Swedish back. Mine knew it, Swedish. It, it, will, it will learn the language. I was using Spanish. But try to uh-huh. use even a Spanish word with pig Latin. <clears throat> Make up your own language. Like dos is oste. It doesn't recognize somebody, the word. It doesn't know the Beth, word. Yeah, because one night, Beth, someone's like, yeah, talk in a different language. It won't know it. And so I was so excited. I couldn't explain that. It's not going to know any different. It's not going to recognize any difference. I know, but I laid in bed and I thought, oh, my God, I'm going to speak, think Swedish thoughts. And then all of a sudden it's like answering in Swedish. And I'm like, like dang oh, it. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing. Did you guys ever see uh, Stargate SG-1? No. So some episodes. Okay. The replicators are, are just like that. They, they learn with ev- everything you know, this is kind of, the program's kind of like that in a sense that everything we're doing, it's learning from us. You know, yeah. I've been saying that for years, and I've been saying if it's going to learn from us, let's teach it the right stuff. Well, the like, thing I, is, too, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, I think now starting, I was targeted three years ago, and I think even with the AMMK Ultra and all those programs, some of us that are newer TIs, there's people that have been in this program 10 years or longer. I yeah. think we're getting hit with the newer, like I, I get the, uh, what they call the phantom touch. I yeah. get that too. Right. And that, that's, what, that's what ended up, I, I lost my job because of it. So I was ty- typing a patient up and, they, and the touch was, they were starting to touch me. And I burst into tears. And yeah, I got in trouble for happened. that. But that's not and that it, big a deal comparatively. Well, not when they're well when they're touching you down in your private area. It, it, it does get a little bit uh, horrific. Anxiety producing. Really, it just makes well, me yeah. mad. No, I mean, like no, I, mean when I can feel the touch. Is what I'm saying. They 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 know how to touch someone from a distance, and it feels like a like somebody is touching you. No, I and know they were yeah. touching me, and that, that would make me burst into tears. I was crying all the time. And yeah. I've, yeah. even when I'm in bed or even sitting down, mm-hmm. and it's very difficult to try to protect yourself and, you know, try to keep them from doing it. And like I said, they can do so much with this stuff. Yeah. I know. You were going to say something interesting. The newer TIs might have a different, more advanced thing. I, 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 well, all, I'm, all, I'm, all I'm considering is that I think... With the newer TIs like me, I think the more the technologies that they've been using all these years, they've perfected them even more. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, in other words, like they're doing everything mostly is wireless. When before people were implanted, right? I don't think there's many implantations anymore. They can do GPS track, or they can do all kinds of I stuff wirelessly think now. They've been doing wireless for 50 years or more. 
I really do. Well, they, they can. Well, anything that can make them run on satellite, yeah. Really, I, I do. I think it's been in play for at least fifty years or more. I know it's been affecting my dream life. Like I always dream I'm in this country setting with these big houses, and and a lot of times I'll dream that my uh, uh, mind controller is in the dream, and a lot of times. Like one dream, he pretended to be a woman, and then all of a sudden he showed his true colors, and I woke up. I would wake up, and they would tell me about the dream I had. And I don't know if that's uh, that that thing that you were mentioning, uh, where it talks back to you, and it's like your own thoughts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. coming back to or, you. Or if you see, good, you see something, say, well, I know I should have done it. You're, you're thinking, I know I should have done it that way. The V2K will say it for you. Yeah, the V2K. Well, maybe, maybe, the computer, maybe the computer takes your thoughts and mutilates them and sends them it's, back it's to a thought, you. It's a thought pattern. They, they, yeah. they monitor, they, they analyze your thought pattern and what words you're going to say. They know mm-hmm. what subjects you think about. They know mm-hmm. what you do think about, what you imagine, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. good. And then they also can delve into your past by visual. If you see something, you may remember something bad or good. They know that. Mm-hmm. They also monitor emotion as well as the frequencies. And, and another thing they, I they, they, go ahead. another thing I experience is I'll hear the birds in the morning, and it's all of a sudden it sounds like I could hear them chirping in English, or I'll hear a dog bark, and it sounds like I hear them barking in English. <laughs> wow! Well, they they did a gunshot. Uh, oh, they they can do all kinds of stuff. V two K. Yeah. At 2 o'clock in the morning one, one day last week, I heard a gunshot, and it was loud. And I think wow. they were trying to convince me that, because I live out in the boonies out here, but uh, that maybe I might call the police or call anyone like, oh, my God, I heard a gunshot. Then they could come back and say to me, no, you're crazy. I didn't hear anything. No, I didn't do it. So I, I, wasn't, gonna take, I wasn't going to take the bait. And they screamed in my ear to scare me. Uh, they don't do it too often, but they, they'll make sounds, make it sound like if I hear something outside, they'll say, somebody's breaking in your house. Somebody's in your house. <laughs> I mean, all kinds of stuff to try to scare you. But that gunshot sounded real. Yeah, they and... try to convince me that uh, Illuminati agents were sneaking in my house and putting LSD in my drinks and in my food and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, I actually did have people come in my house and put dust in my supplements, and I took them for a month before I realized there was dust in them. Before I realized I couldn't see through the bottle, it was opaque to light, and it didn't used to be. So I dumped it in a glass, whirled it around, and sure enough, dust stuck to the side of the glass. Very consistent-looking, granular-type dust like I've never seen before. Very, very similar. Each little glob of dust was very similar in size. And it wouldn't come off when I rinsed the glass over and over. So I came to the conclusion maybe that was that smart dust they were talking about because it was a month after that that this started horribly. They turned the, you know, the burn machine got turned on and I lit up like a light bulb. But I've been taking that stuff for a month in my supplement and they, and there was dust, there was a sandy stuff all over the inside of the box that the supplement bottles were in. I just took the lids off, threw it in real quick and threw the lids on and dashed. 
type thing. So, yeah, they can break in your house and put stuff in your food. So I suggest you take your liquids and swirl them around in a glass and make sure no dust sticks to the sides of the glass. Yeah, because I remember one time uh, last year around um, February and March, um, now I was smoking weed to help with the pain of two herniated discs, and, and I noticed it also helped with the mind control, like not to think about it, but to feel more relaxed. And and basically, um, I, they were trying to convince me that they were putting LSD, like, you know, hard drugs, and I was, you know, staying away from the hard drugs And um, at that time. And I haven't done LSD in years. It's been over 10 years since I used it. Um, I remember when I was young, uh, in high school, I experimented with it a lot, but um, I remember for like a month, I felt like I, I was like on some kind of psychedelic drug, and I haven't, I didn't take any psychedelic drugs, and I felt like the whole solar system was moving throughout the thirteenth a thirteenth aeons, and and moving so fast, and like I was controlling, I felt like I was controlling the planet or the solar system and it just felt like the planet was moving real fast and I, I can't explain it but it, it felt like you know I was hearing all these other voices of of gods and all kinds of stuff and it was like a spiritual Armageddon was going on and uh, and I, I saw all kinds of crazy things like people being thrown into the lake of fire and it was pretty scary, if you think about it. I don't know if anybody got any feedback on well, that. I kind of like the idea of the bad guys being thrown in the lake of fire. I think I would rather enjoy seeing that myself. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I was seeing, like, you know, bad people being thrown into the lake of fire, and then I, I saw... Uh, that guy Gus, and I, I thought he was actually in the lake of fire, and then he was like acting like he was, and he was like, ah, I'm burning, and and then he was trying to tell me he was Hitler and that he was Lucifer, the king of Babylon, and his past lives, and and that uh, you know, that he's gonna continue his uh regime of. Uh, harassing me, and uh, and it's just he, he's been nonstop. Like he just stays in this room and has all this equipment, and just you know has nothing better to do. Because I remember before he had all this stuff, he would always contact me on Facebook and be like, uh, "Oh, what are you doing when you come into Amsterdam?" I remember he went to Amsterdam. He was doing all these mushrooms and he was studying the dark arts and and he went to different places in the world and then came back and I don't know if he's being used by a secret society. I don't know if a secret society is involved in this for sure or if it's just that one guy and the other guy that did it in the beginning for the first couple of years and then dropped out. But this one guy is still keeping it up. I'm convinced they don't have anything better to do. There's nothing constructive <laughs> going on in my neighbor's lives upstairs. That's all they do. They spend every spare moment 
using the handheld weapons they are issued. Yeah. And for me, um, yeah, so they don't, I've realized, round the clock, 24-7, have nothing constructed going on. Everything is about destruction. Nothing constructed to do in their lives except harass me. Yeah. Like that machine, what is it called? The VI or something? I forget what it's called. Um, the KI something. I what is that called again? B two K. Yeah, like when whenever that that person who's targeting me is not doing it, he's leaving that running. So it's my own thoughts going from from what he was telling me. Oh, that's interesting. I never thought and, of that before. And so it's my own mind doing it at times, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Because I never thought of, of that. Program. Yeah, they could put it on remote control and leave for a while and come back and then add some jazz it up, right? Yeah, that's that's how I that's how I notice it's been going on for all these years. Interesting. How long have you been a TI? Um, well, I noticed uh, I didn't experience any of this activity till around 2012. Uh, about I, I would say August uh, of 2011 is when, you know, shit hit the fan and, you know, I started hearing uh, those two guys that were once my friends and I, I don't know if they joined some secret No, they're irony. using their voices. They're using their voices because they have the radio uh, signal of their voices in your head so they just copy it and make it sound like it's your friend's. Yeah, and I also looked up spy equipment on the computer and found out that people can buy this stuff online, and it's scary. Yeah, that is scary. But I'm sure it's not the same sophistication level as what we're experiencing. Yeah. This is pretty sophisticated stuff. To be able to read your mind, know what you're thinking, harvest your thoughts, run them through a computer, send them back tweaks saying horrible things at you about what you just thought in record, you know, in light speed, it's pretty impressive. However, they yeah. Do. Yeah. I don't think your neighbor can buy that on Amazon. I really don't. I wouldn't be worried about that. There's other little, you know, uh, fake ones or copycat ones. Well, the one thing, too, you got to remember, a lot of this technology, you have to have training on it. You have to know exactly how to do the frequencies, exactly how to hook up with that person. Uh, A neighbor, even under mind control, no, I don't think so. A lot of this stuff takes training either ex-military or some people in the science, some science division where they work. I'm not sure. But they have to have training on, on the distance, the power wattage, all that kind of stuff, what they can do to create this. Uh, the V2K is satellite, and some of the other uh, weapons they used are handheld weapons. But they would still have to have some kind of training. You don't just press a button on a box and aim it toward a house. Yeah, and they and they and remember they also have to have visual. So you're going to have possible. My I have role players in mind, and it's an actual job. You can look it up online. It's an actual job. I I couldn't believe it. I look I looked. One guy mentioned I looked it up. Like my God, it's you know can earn twelve to fifteen an hour, or so. My twelve dollars an hour. Constant visual on me from upstairs. They're above me. They can see me, and they are issued the weapons by law enforcement, and they are trained and taught. Exactly how to use them. Wow. 
And I remember um, watching this video, and they were showing Bill Clinton back in 99 giving an interview, and he was apologizing to the American citizens about mind control experiments being... No, it was ra- I thought it was radiation. That, no, he did. I thought it was... I guess Obama apologized for the radiation experiment. I thought it was Clinton. It was Obama, I guess. Just ignore me. I'm babbling. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know Obama had apologized for that. He apologized for radiation, non-consensual radiation experiments, and I think, I don't remember, I know Clinton apologized for non-consensual human experimentation, but I didn't remember what it was exactly. Now, isn't Trump against, like, uh, regimes like this? I, I doubt it. Trump against, like, I just said I doubt it. I'll bet he's on board or, you know, he's just a puppet like all the rest. Yeah. <clears throat> Why would we think he's any different? I don't know. I thought I, I heard him say when, uh, during the candidate uh, debates that he was against the secret societies and uh It got him elected, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotta mute myself for a second. I'm making noise here so somebody else talk. So uh one thing I noticed on uh the computer on YouTube, you could look up uh targeted individual scatter frequency or uh targeted individual best friend playlist and there's things on there to scatter certain frequencies, and it's helped me. Um, I've just been using it recently, the last week or so, and I put it on while I'm lying down, and and it, it almost gives me a soothing feeling, some of the frequencies that uh, scatter, like, some of the bad frequencies. Like the white light frequency is one of them. Yeah, I tried those. I liked them, too. Oh, did you say you were a new person tonight online? Yes, this is my first time calling. Oh, you're new on this call, but you know everything about all the other stuff. How'd you learn all that? I I learned it through research, like much research, like uh, just looking stuff up and... uh, over the course of the last uh, seven plus years, I, I've learned quite a lot. The other lady was on. She knows a lot too. She gone. What's that? That other lady that was on. She knows a lot too. Is she gone? Yeah, I'm. I'm still here. Oh, are you the lady from Las Vegas? No, I'm Florida. 
Oh, that's a different one. It was one on Sunday on Renata's call. You, you sounded like her. Oh, no. Hi, Alice. It's Alice, right? I don't know name. I haven't used my name in years. Oh. How did you know it? Because you've tried to help me. You've helped me before. You have on the calls before. I can't think people stop doing that because I get murdered. I get murdered every time I do it. So I use it in you. Oh. Anyway, what was I helping you with? I don't remember. What was it? Yeah, it worked out. Oh, that yeah. I uh, there was a, it was a no go on that one with the uh, lawyer part. It wasn't gonna gonna happen. I didn't have enough to go by. Oh, I remember you. You said, "Did you get another job? Did you move? What happened?" Well, I, I had a job. Yeah, I had a job back in. Uh, well, I had a brief job in October after I lost my uh, job. Uh, yeah. Another job at 24 years uh, in June. But no, they let no, they they let me go. They wouldn't even give me a reason. And I, I think know. it was all set up. And after that, <laughs> I I never did find anything. You still have your house. Yeah, I I still have my house right now. Good, good, good. Uh, and and hopefully in the next month, I'm I'm eligible for an early pension. I can get a car and start looking for a job. Well, you need a whole car. I, I was, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm like. Like Hold on a second. I want to just put a note here on this call right now. I'm not happy about. I'm kind of tired of this shit from Ella. Ella Free. This is Ken. See the light here, and I'm going to say what I have to say. You know, I okay, come in with disagreement on something, and she comes on these calls, and she gets people to come on these calls. They say a whole bunch of asinine things to her in the chat, and then she constantly accuses me and slanders me in the call. And this crap ain't happening here, honey. This ain't happening on this call. Somebody in here mentioned that uh, Terry mentioned to take 50 Tylenol. He mentioned it on my call, and people have been razzing uh, Terry, saying, why would you tell people to take 50 Tylenol? So I'm in here watching the call. Somebody made a comment, guess 10 or guess 12 in here, something about 50 Tylenol. And here she is, hi, Ken, always accusing whoever says something else. Now, this is a clean comment, but usually it's a nasty comment, calling her out or something. So I just I called her a bitch in the chat this time, because she <laughs> is with her acting. She's constantly doing this and trying to say, this is Ken. This is this is beer or this is Ken. So I'm just pointing this out. This is the crap that she does, and it's probably her friend Ant, because as we all know, Ella says she's good friends with Ant, which is very kind of surprising considering every moderator on the calls knows Ant comes in, uses profanities, swears, talks about transsexuals, demons, and gays, and all sorts of stuff like that all the time. So I'm just pointing this out because this is what Ella does besides censoring people like Karen when she asks questions about people who seem not to be legitimate. But I just wanted to point that out. So when people make comments, you keep pointing it out to me. I'm going to call you on it every time, Ella. And last night she said everybody was paranoid. What's that? Last night she said everybody was paranoid, and I told her she shouldn't say that. <laughs> well, you just- you think she doesn't plug my calls and she slanders me and stuff? She's done it before. She did it on her own chat grabber. And I can look it up in chat grabber when she said on C. Maya's call that she didn't. And I pull it out. So I'm just pointing that out because I'm getting really tired of it. I sit there and I listen to a call or somebody texts me and says, oh, somebody said something to Ella. 
and she's claiming it's Ken's either light constantly in the call. So I just wanted to get this off my chest and, and point that out. Not happening here, Ella. Not playing your games here. You don't run all these calls, and when you start stopping people from asking serious questions to people that come in, like Dave, you can see right through your crap, sweetheart. So is this something I missed that happened on this chat, or is it you talking about the past? I don't quite not. I was away from my screen. Now, because somebody mentioned a Tylenol something comment. i got to look up the chat here. Guest 9 said something, and Ella's associating this comment with me right away. Now, this comment's a clean comment. It just says, Terry's in the hospital. He took 50 Tylenol. But she's insinuating constantly. Anybody says something she doesn't like, she's insinuating it's me. And uh, that's not going to fly anymore, so. Can't. Oh, I see what you're saying. Someone came on and said something about Terry, and you got uh, basically tagged with it. Okay. A poor bag or a bitch or a cunt. It's usually one of those comments that's made. I don't think we're supposed to use those words on talk show anymore. I guess I heard they're censoring. They're made, and Ella is pointing out and trying to claim they're me. It happened just once. I pointed this out a handful of times. So it seems like there's an agenda here, because I'm the guy who talks out about David Voigt, and all I say is that I think Ella hid David Voigt from any real questions. We've asked for one video of five or six hours or ten hours walking. He has produced ten minutes of walking. We've seen a bunch of phony pictures. You bring David Voigt back in on the call after we haven't cleared up the old problems before, and then you have your Navy guys on like the other night. They're plugging David Voigt. Then everyone must think we're all stupid. David Voigt is obviously an agent. It's a fact. He hasn't done what he said. I've been calling him out for day one, saying this guy's a fraud. If you could put up a video of him walking, then he'll shut me up. He'll shut Ken, see the light up. He hasn't done it in over a year. Ella keeps coming on these calls and promoting him. And then we've got him back here now, floating around. He got $13,000. He can't prove he went anywhere. So obviously there's a slandering campaign where Ella tries to put people in there who make comments and then claims it's me, with no proof whatsoever, because it's not. And comments a lot of times, says. And Ella says she's friends with Ant. She's the only moderator who likes Ant. Everyone hates Ant because he disrupts all the calls. So that friendship is kind of strange to me. And the constant talking to David Voice, but I'm just getting tired of it. I had to blow up today because I'm just looking at the chat and I saw that. And then I hear her saying, hi, Ken, like she always does. If she does this on other calls, she's going to get called out because she can't just mute everyone. Like she muted you. I remember you were pointing out that some of these guys, gee, that one guy, what was his name, Sore Angel, comes in on no, that. I'm not sure she might have misunderstood my text. Maybe I think she might have thought I was calling her an agent, and I wasn't. I was, I was referring to the guy talking that was kind of going on and on about, it sounded like an advertisement kind of, you know, with the nice clear mic and the nice clear voice and talking about something nonstop. So it just seemed a little suspicious to me, and that's what I was commenting on. I think she might have thought I was calling her an agent, and I wasn't. I was talking about the guy that was talking. So I apologize. From the, from the actual, probably, truth, actually, because I don't know. Why would somebody hide David Boyd from critical questions? A real TI would allow real questions of anybody they put up there. They would say, well, you know, if I brought my best friend, I know Kyle pretty well for years of targeting. If he said, Ken, I got this idea. Can I come on your call and I want to tell this idea? And then if serious questions arose whether Kyle was actually doing what he said he was going to do. I have to put my friendship aside with Kyle, and I do like Kyle quite a bit. He's a nice guy. I've known him for eight years. I have to say, you've got to answer these questions and come on my call. And if Kyle couldn't answer those questions, then he would have to fend for himself 
with my audience asking him questions, legitimate, fair questions, not, you know, slandering or yelling, screaming, but legitimate questions. And if somebody would shield those questions, then, yeah, I would wonder why, because that doesn't have the best interest of the group and how it did that. And she can never downplay it because it's a fact she did it. And she shielded David Voigt, and then David Voigt comes back with a letter-writing campaign and everything else. I guess this comment in the chat kind of backfired for Ella, because now she's stuck listening to me on this. Are you saying David Boyce got $13,000 from people? Yeah. Yeah, $13,000 from, uh, from, from um, people giving donations. And all I ever asked was for proof that he'd walk somewhere. It was never personal between me and Ella. I don't know Ella. I've never met her. It was the fact that someone came in here, got $13,000, started claiming all this stuff. So me and some people started to look on the Internet. And there's no videos of him walking anywhere. There's pictures with a sign leaning against the fence post, one against the camping tent, him sitting at a baseball game. He's supposed to have filmed the whole thing. I'm just asking for the man to do what he said he was going to do. He was going to document the whole walk. So I don't think he's walked anywhere. I call him out as a fraud. And Ella keeps promoting this fraud. So, I mean, I don't know. That's kind of funny. And as soon as somebody looks like naval intelligence, oh, those questions can't. I don't know any Navy officers that would be doing that, number one. Number two, I think everybody should learn a lesson. Don't send money to anybody until you know who and what they are and what they're doing. People get on here and ask for money. Well, I'm going to buy this, and I'm going to prove to the world this because I can buy this machine. I haven't seen a machine bought anyway. Where would all the money go? I mean, it's ridiculous, and I don't send anybody money because I don't know who they are and what they're doing. When I have proof of that, then I might. But people are, are you know, so good-hearted on here that they take advantage of that goodness. And I think it's wrong, and it makes me sick. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. Hello? I, can I ask Ken a question? Sure. Um, I just wanted to know, this is Arlene. Um, hello, everybody. I just wanted to know what night uh-huh. you have your talk shoes. Podcast. Uh, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, um, and they follow the earlier calls. Uh, usually Wednesday will start at 9 because Sue's call ends at 9, but the other two usually go to like quarter to 10 or, or sorry, quarter to 11, 11 o'clock. So they start about 11 o'clock on the Mondays and Fridays. Like yeah, this, one, will follow this, one, this one may end around uh, uh, early, like 10.30 or something because I started it early to make sure I could open it. So it, it started early, so you might want to be aware of that, uh, Ken. Oh, and what's your number? Your call it's ID a, number. It's 142-298. 142-298. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyways, that's all I have to say. I just I don't like that when people try to make claim that somebody says something in the chat and then point it at me like that, even though this was kind of a benign comment. I just... I'd had enough of this going on all the time because I've actually gotten text from other TIs. Are you on the call? No, I'm driving home. I'm not even listening. Oh, well, you should see what's in the chat. And then, of course, my name will be assimilated with some horrible, nasty comment. And it's just, I have to put two and two together. Ken, do you have anybody else think that we should listen to one person talk for two hours every Tuesday and every Thursday? And nobody else can talk on the calls. Do you think we should listen to that? To me, it's the same old story that I've heard for 20 years. But I don't know if anybody wants to hear one person for two hours. 
Well, come on my call because Billy everybody's Alice, done. Because there's 100 people who show up on my calls Tuesdays and Thursdays to hear that. I don't know why you guys are so <laughs> flat, like back and forth all the time. I think it's ridiculous. Why do you come on my oh, call and be nice to me I, and then I, go on here and talk to me that way just because Ken says something negative because he called me a bitch in the chat room because no. I thought it was Ken saying yeah. something. And maybe I'm wrong, and if I was wrong, I'm sorry. I just, but to call me a bitch and say mean things to me, that's so... To someone's in there. I don't care about you. I Luke. That's all I care about. And Dave Boyce is a fraud, and you keep flogging a dead horse because he's a fraud, and you know it. And even Kyle, your good little buddy, he knows he's a fraud. Everybody knows he's a fraud. He can't produce what he said he was going to do because he didn't do it. Well, I guess she must have fallen off. <laughs> I agree with that. Well, anyways, thanks for letting me have my say. I have my call. I could have set it on, but it was nice to catch, you know, get the person right then and there because that's been going on for a while, and it was just a stupid comment about 50 talent, which is really neither here nor there. And I, Terry did mention that on my call. I, I don't know why he mentioned that, but he said, oh, yeah, for targeting 50 talent, is a good idea. So, anyways, but somebody else mentioned it. I've only mentioned, I think, once that it was on my call, so... The other, the other comments that were uh, associated with me were really nasty comments about Ella, and I don't have a problem personal with Ella. It's that the fact that I don't think she is who she says she is based on her actions, and not just Steve Voigt's, but the fact that when hardline questions get asked, people get muted, and they don't get to ask those questions. So, anyways, I'll let you guys have your call. I kind of took it over. I'm sorry. Did, uh, Ken, did you say your number was 142298? Yes, I did. And what, what time or day or time? Uh, Mondays and Fridays are about 11 o'clock. They might start 15, 20 minutes earlier if the calls before them end a little bit earlier. And then on Wednesdays, they're 9 p.m. because they follow Sue Maya's call. Okay, thank you. You guys are welcome. All right, then. I'm glad you got a chance to say what was on your mind and in your heart. Well, yeah, because it's, it was they're trying to turn it into a personal thing, and it was my problem was with Dave Voigt, and when I saw him constantly being promoted, then I kind of questioned the person who was doing that, but uh, it's not a personal thing, and it's trying to be made into personal vendetta, I think, to get sympathy, because I'm like this big bad guy in this picture, but I mean, if just about if somebody says they're going to do something, please prove that you've done it, and when we want to ask questions to that person, if you're going to hide that person, then we're going to look at you, whoever you are, and say, wait a minute, what's wrong with this picture? Are you really for us or are you against us, I think? Because, I mean, I just can't see anybody who brings anybody in. Like I said, if I brought my good buddy in, if they did something that wasn't right and I said, well, you're going to have to answer these questions, and, you know, I would never have hidden that person from those questions. I would have thrown everybody in the fire, so to speak. I would have said, no, no, you got yourself into this. you got to answer these questions for these people. And then if you couldn't answer the questions, then obviously I'd see that. I had been had too, and maybe what I was told wasn't true either, and I'd have to come clean and say that I supported someone in anger and made a mistake, which is possible people can make mistakes, and that's fair, and that's kind of what was claimed after I brought this up after a while, but then all of a sudden David Voigt's resurfaced again, so I don't see how it can just be a mistake before, because a mistake that hasn't been rectified. Well, just, you know, uh, there there is such a thing about, the, there's a story about, 
the little dog that could. The only animal that could bring down the bull was a little terrier that grabbed onto the ring of the, in the bull's nose and wouldn't let go till the bull bled to death. So you're doing a good job, little terrier. Well, you know, fighting, I just all fighting a big I, fight. I, I mean, yeah, I, I'm all for the TIs, though. I even promote her calls. I'll give her numbers out repeatedly. I mean, so she thinks I'm against her. I want TIs to the calls. So, I mean, I even give out her own number to her calls because it's a call on those nights, and there aren't always calls at these times anyway. Some TI might use those calls. I wouldn't, like, not put call numbers up because of that. So um, it's just not a personal thing. And I just want people to think it's a personal thing. It's being done wrongly, and it's not by me. It's by the other people that are involved in the situation. Well, he did He did kind of make out with a big take on that little uh, adventure. So this is a noteworthy event to pinpoint as if there's possible fraud involved to be aware, make the group be aware of it since it was a rather large heist. Awesome, but it's even more money. It's not just the 13 grand. You look at the community and who the money came from. It didn't come from people who are well off, people who have good jobs, they're going to work every day, everything's fine, they have a normal life. It's coming from people who are desperate. If you, I looked at that front of me page and I saw a lot of people who gave $25, $50, $30. You know, I bet those people, that was a good chunk of change they had in their pocket. It was dinner for some people. Dinner. Yeah, and that kind of bothered me. And if, if he did what he said he was going to do, that would be awesome. I'd be like, okay, he did. You know, I didn't think it was a great idea to raise awareness ride, ride, walking down the street. I figured a billboard would be better on a highway or something. But nonetheless, if he did what he said and he put videos up and he had a PR campaign, I mean, I was asking questions back in the day after he surfaced saying, you know, well, where's the videos of him interacting? He's supposed to have printed out thousands of these pamphlets and stuff. How come he's not, I'm not seeing any videos of him interacting in any town with a bunch of people around him at Starbucks? <laughs> he's trying to pass out pamphlets. And every TI I talk to, except for the they're just, you know, say things that are pre-planned in the chat and stuff. The only ones that said they ever met up with him were people that only come in here briefly you never hear from. None of the regular TIs that ever asked about meeting him got to meet him. I know you yourself. I don't know. Well, before before we um, jump to that conclusion, is make sure there uh, find out if there's any um, anybody on this chat that uh, knows contrary. We did that before. We asked everybody, saying, "Where is he going to be now?" We never got regular updates. Nobody got to know where Mr. Voigt was. Did uh, someone said that someone said that they knew someone that met up with him? So, if there are people out there, I'd like to, them to step forward and tell me about their meeting with him because maybe he did walk a few feet or a few hundred whatever I don't know it's just that if if someone actually did meet with them we should hear from that person and I don't see anybody sticking their hand up in this group and it's pretty big 20 30 people on the call wow about the video you said you're going to videotape it you had a laptop you bragged about your fancy little camera so just show us the video Dave. that's all you have to do and the whole thing would go away it's kind of funny though i thought you now they would have had in the street and walked for 15 or 20 hours over the course of a few days and throw the video up on youtube but i guess they can't even get them to do that because obviously with my big mouth and what i keep saying you can get the video up there Kind of my mouth about this, and then I get kind of slandered over and over again. So, okay, know. well, we can talk about that later on your call. And Ken's call is going to follow this, and this should end 
let's see, that usually goes from 6 to 11. Well, it's at 5 hours, so it's at 5.30. So it'll be done around 10.30 unless you want to end it sooner, and we could go over to Ken's if you want since he's a good talker. So well, we'll just we'll just play it by ear, though. We'll, uh, miss you, though. Come back more often. Come back and do this again. You and I were going to set up a call. I thought we were, I tried to do it, but I only have a telephone. I miss talking to you. Okay. All right, Who, me? Who are you talking to, Alice? Karen, Karen. Oh, 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 thank you, Alice. Yeah, I've been missing talking to you, too. I tried to call you, like I say, at least a dozen times, and I keep getting that signal, but now you say you've got a different number, so I'll call Derek and see if I can get it. You can call Derek and get my number from him. He's got my numbers. They are crucifying me. They have done everything. Every night I've got three or four or five cop cars out here. I think they have military base cars, and they sit outside in the parking lot and stare in my window, and they got a couple white trucks, two at least, shooting white lights in all night long. And then out front on the front porch, they got a car sitting there and a truck sitting there, and they sit there every single night staring in my windows and moving around all night long. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. And then we don't know who it is. We think it's, we think it's NCIS and CID, but we can't get them to stop. And it's just insane. And then they fill up my house every day with pink. Did you all ever hear of pink, Agent Orange, Agent Orange, Agent Pink? I called the Pesticide Control Board and asked Barbara, I said, was there ever an Agent Pink? She said, yes. There was an agent pink before there was an agent orange. I said, well, my house is filled up pink every day. Well, you can't live very long with that. She said, you better get out of there. So I called the admiral's office and talked with them. They said, we don't have anything to do with it. I said, like heck you don't. Well, they wouldn't do anything. So I'm working on the U.S. District Attorney's Office and the U.S. Attorney's Office and the District Attorney's Office, and then I'll go file something, I guess, in the federal courts. I'm sure I won't get anywhere, but I'm going to file it anyway if I don't be dead by then. And when people say they were going to be dead, I used to laugh and think, oh, they're just silly. That's going to happen. Well, (laughs) I think it does happen. But anyway, it's really good to talk to everybody, and thank you all for being on here tonight, and thank you, Karen, for doing it. You I'll find a way to get to you somehow. Call, call, call Derek and get my number from him. He's got all my numbers. Yeah, well, I have to get some. i got to get a new telephone. I've dropped this one a couple times, but it works, and I can see the number sometimes. But Oh, you, you, have trouble, you have trouble calling Derek? Do you have trouble seeing? Well, I only have about 5% left. That's about it, so oh. I can't be I'll get I'll get your number from Derek and I'll call you since you've got the eyesight. How do you so you can still get around? What about at nighttime? Do you have a hard time because there's less light? I don't drive at night. I just stay home at night. But I can, um, you know, I can see enough not to run into things. (laughs) But I can't read. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy you one of those little headlights online and send it to you. Wear it on a a little strap around, a little elastic strap around your head. They're just little cheapy things, but they work really well. I'm going to get you a little headlight. Those work real well when your eyesight starts to go. I know because I got a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
Uh, they fill up the house with everything all the time. Right now it's good weather. We got about sixty degrees weather, and we got all the wind. Can you ask the lady with the talk about the Agent Pink? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. I, I wanted to ask about the Agent Pink. It's not yeah. behind the refrigerator or in the refrigerator or anything, is it? Because there is a mold called Serratia albigans that's pink. So, uh, and it grows in and around wet areas. Could somebody please mute yeah. themselves for the dog yapping in the background, please? Thank you. And and I'd like to know what her symptoms are when that stuff comes into her house. What what? How does it affect her? The pink the pink stuff was that yeah. you, Virginia, Alice? Was that you talking about that pink stuff? Mine is that they they pump it into ductwork and fill up the entire townhouse, so the whole house is pink. And pesticide, I know that much, but. I was asking Barbara because I know her the pesticide control group, and she said, "Was anybody tested it in your house?" I said, "Well, it doesn't smell, doesn't do anything, but you just see pink all the all the whole house is full of pink." And I never knew there was an agent pink. And she said, "Yeah, there was one before there was agent orange, but." I assume that's what it is because it has some strange effect like pesticide. Pesticides are nerve gas, and if your nerves get bad and it gradually eats up your nervous system, then you know something's going on. But it also may, it affects your muscles badly. I'm sorry, what? I thought that man was going to tell us something about it. I was hoping he knew more about it than I do. But it's pretty bad, so I just, when it happens, I just open all the windows and doors and run four big fans I have and spray the place with vinegar and get out of the house. And they do it. They keep on doing it. The woman that owns the place next door, apparently, I think she works for the police department because her father, I think, was an attorney one time. He's probably dead by now, but... She, uh, I'm pretty sure that's what she does, and she's bad anyway, so... Um, she's got this little old couple in there doing it. And she totally gutted the place and rebuilt it after Jennifer left with four dogs. So I guess she had to. But they had a big disagreement over something. I don't know what. And Jennifer moved out overnight. So whether she's going to sell it or move in or re-rent it or what, I don't know. But all I know is it comes from that side and comes over here, and I don't have money to spend to hire somebody to test it. And I can get some people to come in for observing what goes on. That's about all you can do. You can't smell anything, really. It just looks pink, like pink smoke. Oh, smoke. Now, you know, it covers the whole house. You can tell pink. You have to have air or gas or smoke to make it float in the air so that everything, the whole house fills up with pink. So the air looks pink, yeah. I've seen air that looks pink in all different colors myself. Actually, really and truly, I have. And it was in a certain area where the fog would roll in every night and it was dark gray and pink. 
And that was before I knew anything about this. And I thought, oh, that doesn't look healthy. <laughs> and then I moved there <laughs> and lived in it. And I got really sick with this. Well, Jennifer, the plastic tube for the pump over there through the wall on the other side. So it comes through the ductwork in my house. And I have a you two know, Alice, I, I have, have the same store. thing in my house. I have the same thing. And I could have swore. The whole time I could have swore, I was the same way. I said, I know they ran a tube down there with the punch poles in that vent tube, and they ran something down there, and the, it's filling the entire, uh, okay, I'm going to mute the whole room if that person doesn't mute themselves with co- coughing, please. Um, anyway, I, I, had a, I was just convinced that they had run a tube down there or punched holes in the vent pipe that comes from the plumbing in the bathroom that sticks up through the roof in, in my old house, wasn't protected by any... All right, I'm leaving the room. Sorry, you ruined it for everybody. Well, the first one, wait a minute. The person doing that, please stop. Push star six, and we thank you if you would let us talk and help each other. But my situation is different. I have a third floor attic. It's like a third floor. It's an attic full of three feet of insulation, but all the ductwork is up there, and the furnace and everything is up there so they drill a hole through the wall put the plastic tubing into the air handler and it comes out of the ductwork. I can stay how, do you, how, do you know they, how do you know they don't deliver it through a plasma? No, I know it's bad. Damn it, I can stand under the ductwork and feel it and smell it right there over top of my head. I can smell it over top of the big light fixture and fan over top of my bed. I can smell it in the kitchen ductwork in the corner. I know where it comes from exactly. Now, is her home a, a single-family home all by itself? I have a three-story townhouse. So nobody lives above you? Nobody lives in my townhouse but me. Okay. It's like a square, it's like a rectangular building, and there are four in it. Two, two on one end, two on the other end. Um, they all have adjoining walls. Got it. See, that's where I'm betting it's, it, it helps that it's coming through there, too. Well, Martha in the back doesn't, she's had a lot of nose problems. She had a nose scrape, nose infected. She's been sick for months, and she doesn't believe it's coming into her side, too. And I think it is. Probably. Probably. Yep. And I feel sorry for her, but she won't believe it, so I can't make her do anything. Yeah. If people don't believe it, you can't can't help them. Unmute so, the guests, please. What? Unmute the guests, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't, it's supposed to unmute on the entry. It says allow, and they're not. It's not allowing. Like I have it set to allow, and they should be unmuted on entry. What comes in your house, Karen? Is it from the attic? Do you have a one-story house in an attic? I, I, I don't know how they did it that you, with the smell. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about the pink color. Oh, yeah, that's called uh, Serratia albergans, and it's, uh, it's a bacteria that grows in wet, moist places like your refrigerator, and mm-hmm. it's pink. It's pink, and it can cause respiratory difficulties in people. 
Um, so, uh, wow. yeah, but I mean, it's not necessarily something you would get and, and be sick from unless you had, say, an immune system disorder, in which case you might get uh, sick with a, with a respiratory infection. Just like candida that's in the air and it's everywhere, you don't usually get a candida infection unless your immune system is kind of damaged a little bit. I don't have anything in my refrigerator because I scrub pretty good if you use uh, white vinegar and soda, baking soda. But every once in a while I see this pink, <coughs> pink sort of glowing stuff around the tub, and I wash the tub every day almost. But I think they put it there. And I talked about that one time before. You'll see this stuff like sprayed on your tub, and it can't grow because I'll clean it too often. Yeah. Yeah, I apologize for you guys that I muted. Um, I'm just trying to find the coffer. So uh, I'm going to wait a minute before I unmute you guys because I don't hear him now. So one of the people I muted must be him. Because <laughs> he coughed every time I talked in the last 15 minutes. So Does that um, new guy know that he needs to mute or unmute? That new guy may not know. Oh, he's not muted. I would. I don't oh, think okay. I would. No. no. Okay, just checking. Because I didn't know when I was new. <laughs> now we've got the snore. <laughs> okay, if I unmute one of you and you want to talk, I'm going to unmute you. But if you don't talk, I'm going to mute you again. So welcome, California. Are you there, California? Hi, Karen. Hi, honey. Oh, Hi. Donna, how are you? Um, actually, this is Christina in Southern California. Oh, Christina, how are you? I thought you sounded familiar, but you sounded like Donna for yeah. a second. How are you? Know, you? Um, I'm not doing very well. Oh. Yeah. Um, so I, I, talked, I talked to Lauren and um, today. And uh, I thought maybe I I haven't been on the call because I've been in the hospital. So um, that's what's going been going on here. And uh, I talked to Lauren and got the numbers again because I forgot all the um, talk to numbers. Uh, are you um, are you going back into the hospital? By any chance? I'm, I'm not home yet. Uh, I I was in the hospital for probably a couple of weeks, and now <laughs> I've been in a skilled for a nursing facility for about a month or two, maybe a month and a half. And, is that um, to, is that to recuperate from the surgery, or because you have no one at home to take care of you after surgery? Um, I never did have surgery. Oh. Yeah. I never did have surgery. Um, I refused surgeries, as did a lot of people that I talked to. And um, so I refused the surgery, but uh, I paid for it in other ways. You always do. So you, you didn't get the surgery. Are you Are you following another alternative plan? Um, yes, and, uh, oh, oh, God, this 
seeing is just uh, unreal. Um, yes, I am. Yes, I am. Uh, it seems like uh, everybody that I've talked to says that um, pretty much holistic medicine and um, and alternative medicine and um, you know a minor uh, prescriptions, but nothing um, uh, nothing really heavy is uh, the best thing to do, and um, you kind of take care of yourself. It's, um, I'm just taking things like um, over-the-counter pharmaceuticals, arm over-the-counter, and um, that seems to be working the best for me, and I don't um, know what's ahead, but that seems to be working the best so far. Um, do you want do you want to share your diagnosis with everybody, or do you have a diagnosis, or would you rather keep it to yourself? No, I do. And um, you tell me, Karen, how much you want to know, okay? Go ahead. Um, I do have a, I have do have a diagnosis, and um, the diagnosis came last year, I think, or the year before, and. Um, I had a really um, difficult time accepting uh, what happened to me, and um, I want to say, and, and Karen again, feel free to just interrupt me at any time. Um, but uh, it's uh, what happened to me was I um, oh, uh, was going to my doctor because of the um, pain that I was under since my mother died, uh, my targeting and um, my targeting and my um, health went way downhill really fast uh, within months, within a month or two after she died, um, everything started falling apart. Uh, just the wheels were coming off, so to speak. And um, what happened to me was uh, I was going to my primary care physician and um, found someone that I liked and that um, I thought I could talk to. And um, she sent me to, well, I had already had a diagnosis. I, I should back up. I already had a diagnosis from another doctor, and um, it was for breast cancer. And Did they say what was, stage? Huh? What stage? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. What stage breast cancer? Um, I think he said stage two. It was completely manageable. Completely manageable. And um, I got a, I think it's called Samoxicillin. I'm not sure the name of the, the um, prescription I got, but I got a prescription from an oncologist, and um, he gave, he said to me, Christina, you're one of the lucky ones. Your um, cancer is the kind that responds to medication. 
You don't have to have surgery. It'll respond to medication. Excellent. And, um, you know, so that's how I started out. And um, it was probably in 2015 or 16. I'm not even sure of the date on all that stuff. So um, I took the medication for about a month or so and went back to the doctor and um, for a checkup. And uh, I told him, I said, the medication's great. It has very little side effects. I opened my big, stupid mouth. It has very little side effects. And um, I'm feeling the lump, and um, the lump has gone down 50%. It's in, you know, it's half of what it was. And he said, you're absolutely right. It's, I'm confirming that. It's uh, 50% less than it was before. So that's how I started out. And it was a lump that I detected myself. And um, that's the way it started. Then I went home and I refilled my prescription. If I remember correctly, it was just 30 days at a time. So when I got the new prescription, I thought, you know, I hope this prescription works because I know how this, you know, works, how this game is played. And unfortunately, um, anything can go wrong at any moment. It's, you know, almost too good to be true. And I was thinking, um, you know, this is, I was thinking, oh, uh, I was thinking that um, I might be beating this, you know. Well, I went to pick up my next prescription, and I started to take it. And within about a week, um, within about a week, uh, I got dizzy, very, 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 very severely dizzy to the point where I couldn't take the medication because of the dizziness. So I, um, instead of going to the doctor, I went to the pharmacy and asked the pharmacist, is the side effect of this medication severe dizziness? And they went ahead and printed out the um, side effects, and she said, yes, uh, one of the side effects is severe dizziness. So, um, yes, that's true. And I went back to the doctor and said, um, you must, you know, what's going on? This this, uh, product has severe dizziness, and I'm not able to take it. So is there something else I can take? And um, he never got around to it, to be honest with you. Um, We talked about everything but getting another prescription that didn't have the dizziness. So um, another three months went by, six months went by, time went by, and um, he said to me, who's your primary care physician? I said, I don't have one anymore. And he said, you've got to get a primary care physician. So um, before we go any further, which I don't understand this thinking at all, that before we go any further, we're going to um, 
that you, you do have to get out there and get a, a primary care physician and decide where you're going to be in your treatment, in your, um, what do you call that, with the, before you um, get any further, we're going to, uh, you have to get you a primary care physician because it affects who you're going to go to, what hospital you're going to go to, um, who your oncologist is going to be. So all of that is uh, very important. So, um, Karen, I'm not, uh, one thing I never really was good at, except with my mother's care, was because I didn't have, you know, any issues myself. They were pretty severe, but um, nothing like this. So I found a PCP that I liked, but she wasn't in his network. So I started all over again in another group, and um, it was UCI. So I knew that if I had to go to the hospital, it was going to be uh, something connected to UCI, Irvine. Um, uh, California, Irvine, healthcare. So that's how it all got started, and it got started as something that could have been easily reversed and something that could have been um, dealt with with only medication, nothing else but medication, and something that had very little side effects uh, until I got the prescription refilled, and then that new product, had plenty of side effects. So that's where I went with that. And um, where I am now is I went as far as I could go, which was all of um, 2015, 2016, and I'm now 2017. So I went as far as I could go by myself and worked my way through the healthcare system thinking that I was um, following, you know, a path that was going to lead me out, but um, that's not what happened. So um, I was going to the UCI PCP, and um, I told them that I had a lot, a lot, a lot of pain. It's an hour to say nothing. I think she's better now, though. I think she's okay. Are you still in your house, Christina? No, I'm not. I'm not, Alice. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to mention your name, but... No, um, no. I'm just so glad to hear from you because I've been worried and I haven't heard from anybody and I didn't know how to get in around with Ron and what happened to Corey. And I was trying to find out what happened to you and nobody mentioned anything and I was getting really worried. So I will call Ron one day and get Derek to find out. I'm glad you came on. You sound pretty good. You know, thank you. I really appreciate these calls, and I really miss them. It's just that um, I I couldn't remember the numbers. I was so sick at the time that I couldn't remember the numbers. So um, um I'm so sorry to hear. Um, but yeah, you know, well, I went through this too, and you got to stay positive. You just got to know you're going to lick it. You know, you know, you know. <laughs> well, 
I have I something I'd like to I'd like to put something out there to the group to see if any of you have heard of this before. But um I every time I, I just want to say something that is a really important factor in this and in my recovery and that is that every single time I start to improve, every time, no matter what it is, um, when I start to improve, I get knocked down again, much harder than the time before. Yeah, they do that. That's their habit. Yeah. And um, uh, two months ago, I was at the um, physical rehab by my doctor. And um, they said that they thought that exercise would help me. So I went to a rehab facility and um, really enjoyed it and got attacked like crazy um, with uh, high frequency stuff. And uh, the last time I was there, I did really well, effortlessly pretty much. And um, I... um, Came, went to the store, went to the market, came home, wet the garage. I felt so good. I just wet the garage out and all of a sudden walked in the house and was knocked flat on my back. Ended up going to ER with a friend, asking a friend of mine I haven't spoken to in years, and asked them if they would take me to ER, and they did. And I ended up in the hospital, and I received surgery, and I ended up with a diagnosis of stage four um, bone cancer. Say that again. What? I ended up with a diagnosis of stage four breast cancer. Are you going to try to get a second opinion, maybe? If you can, maybe that's a good idea. It always is, you know. Sometimes maybe they could be wrong, and hopefully they will be, and then um, I don't know who's going through that, but a lot of people on the other have gone through it, have some natural care and some good opinion. Are you anywhere near Santa Monica, Christina? Are you there? I hope we didn't. Christina, this is Lonnie. I've tried calling you and your voice box has been full. Did she say, is that what she said? I thought I was muted a while ago. Just been listening. Is that what she's saying? She said, after she got on the phone, you know, a few weeks ago and talked to Renata and and was on another call, immediately her phone, you know, went out and was out for a while. And then I talked to her. I got to talk to her a couple of times, and I haven't been able to catch her, you know, since then. So I didn't know. Did she, did she just drop out? I think she got cut off or something. Okay. Karen, are you still there? Oh, I'm still here. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, but what happened to Lucina? Did she get cut or did she get dropped off or I have I can't see all the board. It sort of disappeared on me. I got dropped nudged off my call here. 
my computer and I came back and I could only see like five people. So I can't tell. Are you there, Christina? Hello, Can you hello. unmute anybody, Karen? We muted no. Just... No. Uh, Karen, it's Ronnie. Yeah. I was wondering, too, uh, is Linda okay? I didn't know. Well, she had a little bug, just a little virus type thing, she said, with some various aches and pains that sounded like targeting as well as a, a virus thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she needed a night off to rest. Okay. I'll give her a ring. I tried to call her, too. I think it was yesterday, and she's got a... Um, she's got an answering machine now, or she's got an answer, you know, voicemail answering now. I don't know. Everything's changing. She got a, a another phone, I think. Yes, that's what she was going to do, and then work on her uh, security system too. So everything was changing, I guess. Yeah. Well, I hope Christina will come back. I'm going to mute myself and be back in a minute. If you do get control of it, don't mute me because I'll be... Uh, Before you go, do you know where she lives? Does she live anywhere near Santa Monica? I don't know. She's in Orange County is all I know. And the two times she was going to get me her address, and um, we never got it. So uh, we, we need to ask her if she can find that. You know, when you get into a place, you don't know the exact address. And I had something to so. Yeah, well, if anybody catches up with it, Dr. Marshall has that clinic in Santa Monica, and they do all natural testing and natural care, and he's a fantastic person. And it might be somebody if it will give her encouragement and help and she, if she wants to go to anything like that. It sounds like she's doing natural care now. Yeah. And uh, there was a doctor on Dr. on uh, Reverend um What's his name? It's CBN. He built up his immune system and cured his own cancer, and he did a program on it one day. So I don't know what she has. We didn't get the details, so maybe we could give us some engagement in that direction. Did she come back, Christina? Christina? I can't tell. I don't have the screen. You know, I'm losing my screen. Is the see the light still there? Ken, see the light? He's going to do the call after this. Yes. Do you, do you want to open early? Because I'm having trouble here. I lost the uh, screen. I can't unmute people, and maybe you could. Oh, yeah. Can, can you give me 10 minutes? I've just got to get back to my computer. I'm at the back of the property here for a second. Sure, sure, sure. Okay, I'll, I'll let you know if there will be five minutes even. i just I got to make my way up there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know another thing, these uh, mind controllers um, found a way to hack into my computer. And sometimes when my computer is uh, hooked into the station, um, they cause all kinds of crazy things to happen to my computer.
Hello? Hello. Hello. Yeah, I don't know. Anybody on who has a call after this one? Oh, yeah, Ken one, does. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, 142-298. I'm going to open up as soon as I get back in front of the computer for Karen. I guess you can't see the computer or the screen. 142-298, you said? Yeah. It'll be okay. in five minutes. All right. Thanks. What happened, Karen? You can't see anything or the, the, all the no, chatters? No, the, the people went away when the call, when I had to turn the computer off, it crashed. And I couldn't use the cursor anymore. I, I keep forgetting to call about that. That's good to hear you, Karen. I haven't, I haven't talked to you in a long time. Thank you, Joe. It's good to hear you, too. I haven't heard much of you, either. Yeah, doing better. Yeah, I heard that. Uh, hey, it's good to hear both of you. <laughs> I heard that Oregon helps with, uh, um, you know, like warding off some of the effects of uh, TI uh, frequencies being uh, targeted at them. I was surrounded by Oregon. It didn't. It didn't help me at all. I mean, somebody else would be different, but. Uh, Actually, when I got targeted, I went on the run, kind of packed my stuff and left where I was staying. And I crossed paths with this lady who's a really good friend of mine, this older lady that uh, let me stay there for a while. And her house was littered in Oregon. She had it buried in the backyard, and she had like a several-acre place. Yeah, I mean, it was everywhere. It was on every countertop. I mean, she was an Oregon friend. If, if that much Oregon didn't help me, I, I don't know if you could have much more than that. I mean, she made them herself, and she was, that was her thing. She had hundreds of them. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm not trying to deter you. I mean, maybe some people do things that they say works for them, and it might not work for the other person, so I don't want to deter people because, you know, some people yeah. claim this CD wonders for them too. So, I mean, if it works for you, then use it, I guess, is my advice. But I don't know. Um, I don't have any, so I don't know if it works or not. I'm, I'm just, you know, inquiring to see, you know, other people's experience. Thank you for sharing um, that help because, you know, I don't have any, you know, I use hematite, magnetic hematite stones, and that helps a little bit, and uh, I don't know about tinfoil, you know, I tried that last night, and I still felt like those microwave beams were hitting me. So I'm back here, Karen. I can open up anytime you want me to. If you want me to do it now, I can open up now if you want. There's lots of people go, here. Go, right, go right ahead and, and take it. It's 142298. Okay, I'm going to sign in right now. Just give me like 30 seconds and the room will be open. I said I tried the tinfoil last night and I still felt like, you know... The, the microwave beams were hitting me and uh and it kind of felt like like the tin foil was heating it up and uh or whatever you don't want to have that on your skin what uh tin foil yes or anything metal oh i didn't know that cuz i saw people in these videos that were using that and i thought that that was one way to combat it because i i just 
you know, recently was experiencing that, you know, I haven't experienced that. Usually it was the voices and, you know, them telling me what's in my head or whatever they put in my head, they would tell me what's in my head. Or it was that uh, machine that relays back to you the thoughts, you know. That's why you felt the heat, but you felt the vibration, which turns into heat when it hits your skin. Yeah. So you wear it, if you wear it on your head, you wear it like a do-rag, you know? Yeah. Good night, Karen. It's good. You're not, you. Good night. Are you leaving? Yeah, it's good to hear you yeah. too, Joe. I'm sorry, I was slightly distracted by chat. Death. I apologize. Okay, have a good night. All right, have a you good too. night. I guess we're all hopping over to Ken's call in a few minutes. If you want, it's 142298. I've lost the board here. I can't unmute anybody. Of course, there's no guarantee he won't lose the board either. If that's the case, I'll open up again. <laughs> we'll go back and forth so somebody can hang on to a board. Yeah. Is there anybody else on this line? Apparently yeah, not. there's a whole bunch, I think. Christina got cut off somewhere, I think. Yeah. It's a shame. We need to give her some encouragement. I think we need some prayers for her, and I think we need some calls to her, and I think she needs encouragement. And if somebody can get word to her, Santa Monica has that clinic for Dr. Bob Marshall. It's an 800 number, and um, I I just think he's outstanding. He might give us some good advice and what to do. Yeah. And Corey was a friend of hers and was taking care of her. I don't know what's happened to Corey. Where is he? Does anybody know? Corey is probably in Japan. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't heard from him for a long time. And Ron or Ronald or Don or Donald, I think he knows about him. I guess I could ask Derek, but I don't know if Derek knows where he is or not. He might get word to Christina. I know. What happened to her? Was she talking and she just fell off? She, she stopped. It was it. Somebody cut her off or something happened. Well, I think she might have fallen off after that. So, Christina, if you're back on and you're here, hit start so we can hear the rest of What's your thing? Stage four breast cancer, which is diagnosed with deplorable. I'd like to get her number. I wonder if uh, Derek has it. One thing, one thing I like to do when I read the Psalms, you know, where it says Lord, instead of saying Lord, I say Father, Mother, Son, and Holy Spirit, and all those I personally acknowledge on high, and then I'll give the prayer. And for God, I'll say Elohim. Because I, I heard some things about the name God that from its origins is um, may not be, you know, how it's pronounced in heaven, you know. And uh, well, they said it, 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 it had its origin. It came from some word Gad and that Lord could mean Baal and I don't know I heard the same thing so like I just you know say father or father mother and son and father father God's good I like that if you don't like saying Yahweh but Yahweh is supposed to be his name but he likes to be called and it was used in the Bible and then they took it out the, the you know 
you know how that goes. Yeah. Well, I think you sometimes know I just hard. say yeah. No. I just say yeah for sure. Like or like yeah, bless you. Like yeah, he knows our prayer. heart. He knows who we're praying to. Yeah. And we should be praying to Jesus because yeah, he he's the gatekeeper. Nobody yeah. gets to my father but through me. So you always pray Jesus. And he yeah, taught he, us. But he taught and us no other. But, but Mary, he did teach us to pray our father who art in heaven. That yes. was what Jesus yes. taught, supposedly taught us to pray. So he isn't referring to Jesus Christ who is in heaven. He didn't say to pray that. He said to pray our father who art in heaven. Supposedly. As true. the story goes. And, you know, it says in the Gospel of John, you know, God is spirit and his worshipers must worship in spirit and in truth. When uh, the woman asked, you know, should we worship the uh, Father in this mountain or in Jerusalem? And And he said the time is coming when the true worshipers will worship in spirit and in truth. Now, this is a spiritual uh, battle. It really is and for all of us on every level. And, like, you know, what you said tonight made a lot of sense. Actually, your V2K story probably was the best one that um, I've heard so far that clicked in my head where you said they were taking your thoughts, because Duncan told us this a long time ago. He said they harvest your brain thoughts, whatever, your, your signals, and then they put them in a computer and they tweak them and send them back to you. And I thought, well, what, how, what? And then you explaining the V2K as being your own thoughts that are kind of corrupted and sent back to you in a nasty kind of way. It all makes sense now. So thank you for connecting yet another dot for me. Yeah, Appreciate you're that. welcome. You're a good example of what he was talking about that I couldn't quite understand. What do you mean they tweak it and send it back to you? And you're saying basically it comes back with vile comments attached. (laughs) And and, and doomsday messages, uh, you know, attached as well. You know, we're going to kill you or whatever. It's all nonsense. You know, I just figure bravery is is golden and I mean none of we all know that the technology could probably turn us to a pile of dust we saw what happened to building 11 and the other buildings they turned into dust right energy weapons so they could probably do that to any one of us so you kind of got to get fearless and realize that you know any one of us could die at any minute from any cause even this this stuff could kill us and we need to stop being frightened of that because the fear is a bigger holds us captive worse than the actual pain and technology does, I think. The fear and anxiety causes a lot of people to close down, stay in their homes, not talk to people, be afraid to call the police when they need to call the police, be afraid to go see a doctor when they need to go see a doctor. It's unfortunate. Yeah. I wrote this prayer today on... um YouTube, and this is how it goes um, for, like, people um, that are being gang stalked, because my gang stalker, you know, he he would say, sometimes he would go and say stupid stuff, like, you know, like, oh, I'm Barney, and I'm going to molest children, and he would start singing the Barney song, and just be really ridiculous, and then I would really start laughing at him. 
Well, I'm glad you could laugh. That is really, I think, laughter and being brave and not being afraid and being able to have perspective and laugh at this. this technology is all it really is, electronic trickery. Yeah. Um, even though it hurts us and even though it sabotages us, being aware of it is 90% of the battle, in my opinion. Once you're aware that they can manipulate your emotions, manipulate thoughts or put dots in your head maybe to look at the clock at a certain time anyway and God knows what else. Yeah. You know, it, it does say in the Bible, know thyself. Doesn't it say that somewhere? And I think when you, I was talking about this earlier, to know who you are, you basically have to know how you feel about things. How do you feel about this, that, or the other, or a war, abortion, whatever, you know, issues or whatever in life. How you feel about things is who you are. And they mess with our emotions so bad, I think we forget who we are. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I think that's an important part of the knowledge of this and what they do and how they manipulate emotions to affect who we are, and then we start doubting ourselves. I know, because of all this, um, you know, they had diagnosed me as a uh, paranoid schizophrenic, but I think it's all because of, you know, the, my gang stalker and, uh, you know, the stuff that, you know, I've experienced so since, like, uh, August 2011. Who, who uh, you can't be, you're not supposed to be able to be a schizophrenic unless you're diagnosed before you're 20 years old. And then they rewrote the books recently and said, oh, well, you could do it after that. So they change whatever they want to change when they want to. I don't have much faith in them anymore, though I've done some graduate studies in general psychology. So, yeah, no, it's hard to know. You said you got somebody good to talk with. Well, that's a good thing. You're really good. You're lucky yeah. to have them. So, um, yeah, he tells me just to, uh, you know, ignore them, you know, not to pay any attention you to them. Think about it. Otherwise, I'll forget. There was a doctor, PhD, uh, no, a regular psychologist, I think, and Derek has him on his board now. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't remember his name, but he sounds like a really nice man, and he's a TI, and he gave a good, good speech the other night. Karen, you might want to find it. It was on Derek's program a couple nights a week or two ago. And he gave the steps that we would follow if someone talks about taking, committing suicide or taking their lives. And he gave the steps to follow of how to talk with them and what to ask and what to do. One, two, three, four, five. And I thought it was the best I had heard in a long time. Maybe you oh. could it and put it back on again. We might, you know, I think all of us need to hear that so you know how to help somebody when it gets serious. Yeah. So where where did you hear this, Alice? It was a speaker, a doctor, it's a, a psychologist who's now on Derek's board. So you'll have to ask mm-hmm. Derek to see him. And I don't remember, I'm sorry, I don't, but he is on the board for Derek now. And he talked one night and he's a TI and he gave a really good list of what to say and what to do if someone talks about committing suicide. And he, you know, first thing he said was just what you're saying, identify yourself. And that was the first number one step he gave. And then he gave two, three, four, and five. And I don't remember them all, but it was an excellent talk. And we might want to play that again to people. 
Is it on Derek's call, one of Derek's calls? Yeah, and it might be on Derek's hmm. website if his, if his speech is on there, and I'm sure he recorded it. Seems to me it was a Monday night a week or two ago. I don't remember what night really, but I know it was on this call two or three weeks ago. Two or three weeks ago. Maybe somebody will pull that off the the, the uh, talk sheet page and put it on the chat. I'm in an awkward position right now. I can't really do the computer too well. Oh, okay. Was this Wednesday night? It's Friday night. Linda's call. I have to ask Linda next week. She might find it. And Saturday night we have Derek. If I can get, if I'm not muted out, I'll try to remember to ask him tomorrow night whether he can play that portion or not. I don't know. It might be a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. But the guy was excellent. He was a nice person and talked quite well. Okay, is um is uh see the lights call on fourteen said Karen, why did you tell ten to open a call then not shut this one? Is it open? Um let me check and make sure it's open. If Ken's call is open we can go over there, but let me check and make sure first. I just didn't he has so many technical difficulties. Uh I didn't wanna close down prematurely while he's having trouble. So let me see if he's open. Looks like he is, folks, so why don't we all head over there and we'll say goodnight here, if that's okay with y'all. 142298? Correct. Correct. Hang on a minute. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.